welcome to episode 378 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. What's well, shaking, Ed? None. What's up with you, my friend? Woo, it's been a... I know we took last week off because I had to do shit, <laughs> but uh, it's been an interesting two weeks, Ed. What have you been doing? Oh, there's a <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> um, Where do I begin? Uh, you know what? Let me begin with this. I don't know if... I'm not going to... Unless unless the announce... Unless the, the person in that party wants me to... to uh, tell them that it is. I got information two weeks ago about um, scanning barcodes for um, <laughs> voodoo. Okay. And <clears throat> I looked into it because I thought I was alone in this. I really was. Like, I thought I was like the master hacker, <laughs> the master pirateer. Apparently, there's there's communities out there that do this. Right, you're the you're the lone Bond villain. <laughs> so, so apparently, like, there's others out there. I'm, I'm like, now I feel better about this. I'm like, oh my like, god, there's a community. Oh, my pe- my people. Yes. <laughs> like, like I stumbled upon it by accident, you know. <laughs> it's like wandering through the jungle and all of a sudden you stumble across a lost civilization. <laughs> yes. And it's like the same, your same race and everything. You know? It's like you're right. free. To, oh, my God. Like, where, 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 where the hell was I, like, shipped off to? But anyway. I thought I was, al- I thought I was alone in this world. <laughs> and all of a sudden I found my people. Okay, so so... So you you stumble across a a, a, a unit of met people that share the same beliefs you do, right? So so I I looked into you know like this said that somebody sent me this email and basically like what what uh, you know what what uh, the community does and blah 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 and all kind of thing and I and I was digging further and further and there is a I'm going to give this one site here because this is the probably the the main site the easier site for me that I found to use. Um, it's called dvdupc.com, okay? Anybody can okay. pull the site up, you know. You you can create an account if you want to sign in. You don't have to. So you can be totally anonymous, you know, with it. But uh, they have, like, all these movies listed. And basically, these are all the movies that you can scan with your Voodoo. With, you know, so if you have your phone, you know, get your Voodoo account on there, you know, that you would use on your smart television, um, they have all the barcodes and what makes it interesting is, is that I found out is, is that there depends on the region. It depends on the barcode. So there, they have like six or seven barcodes for each movie, maybe like only two, depending, depending on the movie title. Like some have multiple, some only had a few, um, right. but you can scan them all. Like you can try them all and one will work for you in terms of the movies. <laughs> Now, keep in mind, folks, this is for entertainment purposes only. Geeksters does not stand by the uh, use of any kind of uh, activity that might cause uh, be, to be frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the disclaimer. But I, uh-huh. I, I, I don't think there's anything illegal about this at all. Because, like I said, like this, this community is pretty big. I mean, it's, it's like, like I've been, I was like I said, the further I dig, the, the more I was finding out more people were doing this. <laughs> You, you, let's see how far this rabbit hole goes. Is right. that what you're trying to do? Because <laughs> you know me, I, 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 you know, I, I see a thread. I'm going to keep pulling until I get to the source of it. You know, just keep going. So it was just like, <laughs> okay. I mean, like, like the first night. I mean, I scanned like 14, I think, barcodes. You know, of like all these like animated movies <clears throat> and stuff and shows. Right. It was just, it was amazing. And I was like, there's no TV on there. I should say that now. I mean, there, there wasn't any television shows it's all movies only but the thing was i was like as i was going through the week i was looking at like 
barcodes, like stuff that I bought, like on uh-huh. Voodoo, like legally, I guess you could say, or, or, you know, like if you went through their store or whatever and bought it for five bucks or two bucks or right. whatever. Cause actually I think the cheapest is five bucks that they, they sell on Voodoo. Uh, Voodoo I think so. Yeah. Like four ninety nine weekends. And what's, what's sad is, is that they have them there for $2. So you like, you can buy it for five. Now, granted, like, if you can get like the there's like some some have like a standard definition and then an H, uh, HD definition one, so you you can pick those and the, the HD won't be five dollars and the and the standard def would be two dollars if you if you do the barcode scan. Right, right. And but the thing is, is like like you have that option. Like like they had stuff that was for sale. Like someone's like fifteen bucks. It's like I can get it for two dollars. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, like granted, there's there is a, there is some stuff that I did find that was on Voodoo site that you could buy. You know, like I said, I'm going to say legally. I don't, I don't. I would say I don't think there's anything legal, illegal about this. But you know, like I said, this is for entertainment purposes only. Right, I, I, I kind of feel like because the idea is after you scan the barcode, you have to pay for it. Yeah. So, is that really? Are you really doing something wrong if you are technically buying it? Exactly. Like, like you're you're you know? you're putting money up for this, you know, and it's like, and that's it's through a legal system. Like Voodoo is because Voodoo is saying that these were authorized movie companies. They were allowing you. The only, the only downside you could say is the movie company's losing out on money because I'm sure they're getting a cut of this. I'm sure they're not. I'm sure not. Voodoo's not making the whole amount. Now, granted, it's cheap, so you go, how much money you know are they making? You know, versus you know the movie company. Whether you bought the movie because if you bought a movie for like say like twenty bucks and then you scanned it because they didn't have a digital code, and you get it for two more dollars, the movie company made off with the 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 original $20 that you paid for it, you know, essentially. Right. right? I mean, one, well, I'm assuming one, one might argue that it's voodoo who might make that $2 might be, let's say 70% of that might be going right to voodoo. And the other percentage might be going to the movie corporation company. that made right. the movie. Yes. So, I mean, so, I mean, I, they, like I said, I know I can't see them. You can scan this and voodoo's making all the money and they're not getting it to the, to the, to the movie companies because movie companies, always put their hands out for everything so it's like you can't get away from it like it's 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 impossible like it's it's right. you know so so they're making money off of this it's one way or another like you whether you own the movie and you scan it or whether you just get a barcode from somebody and scan it they're making money full, full disclosure i tested it out with uh, where i told you where i found it i got um the ash versus the evil dead the whole series for a very cheap price. Yeah. You know, and I was like, Oh, and I gotta be honest, felt a little guilty afterwards. I was like, I don't know. Is this right? I, I mean, I didn't do Did I do anything wrong? Like I felt like, you know, like piracy is a crime. Like, is it piracy if I paid for it? You know? Right. I, I mean, mean, legally, it's right. not like it's a dingy back room. Like, yo man, you want to buy this? It's, it's right there on the site. Right. Um, it was just, I, I, well, I'm glad Ed that you, Walking into uh, the dark, dingy recesses of the dark web. <laughs> well, what was the thing? Because like I, I actually spent like days just compiling a list, like going through every movie that they had on the list, and they're like it's still growing. That's not the thing. Like it's not like they there's like a like a little bit of it, and that's it. Like people are still contribute. You can contribute to this. There's a there's a little rules sure. that you can you know how to contribute and how to set up a barcode and all that kind of movie, stuff. Movies come out every every week, right? 
So like I said, like, well, some don't have barcodes. You kind of go, well, how do you, how do you get those? You know, that's the, that's the, uh, the, the issue, but that's the thing. Like, like, I mean, I'm still buying physical media, so it's not like they're losing money. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm going all digital. Like screw them. You know, I'm still buying media because like everything's not guaranteed. Like if you go to Netflix, you'll find some movies that you'll like, but then eventually they go away and there's other movies that go in their place which is fine, but it's like, what if you want to see that movie and it's not available? Then you got to rent it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you're spending money either way. So I'm like, I know, well, I'm going to buy it then, you know? So, but like, you know, if like it's, it's helpful for me if like, if I'm traveling, I can, you know, look on my phone or I can bring my Roku stick and plug it into any HD television with a, you know, with a HDMI port and, you know, and watch what I want to watch, you know, what I want to watch it. Basically, yep. <laughs> so, so simple as that, you know. All right. Um. So it was. I was saying it. So it was called. It's called DVZUPC.com. Check it out. Like I said, there's there's thousands. Like I said, I found like almost 400 movies that I that I was picking from just to, you know, pick pick movies. Like I said, now the only downside for for Voodoo is you can only scan a hundred barcodes a year in a calendar year. Oh, so, I did not know that. Yes. So after a hundred, it stops you. So you got to wait till January first of the next year. So if you're like January first of twenty twenty one, and you scan a hundred, that's it. Like you can scan a hundred and get all those barcodes, and then that's it. You're you're done for the year. You know. I mean, I mean, you can add other you can add other ones if you buy them digitally. Like if you buy digital movies, you can still add those on. But if you want to scan the barcode to get the digital copy of it, you have to wait. Right. I just, um, I, I, in my head, doing the math, if you scan the barcode, it's 100 of them. It's like at, at, at the minimum, 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. At the maximum, if there are DVD barcodes and there were five bucks a pop, you're looking at, what, $1,000? Is that it? Or, yeah, maybe five bucks to 100. F- uh, 500 bucks. 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> 500 bucks. 5,000. <laughs> Me, math. Math, good. Math, good. My strong point. <laughs> that's the saying like if that doesn't add up that's a lot like, right uh, right but still i can't like if you're gonna drop if, if you're willing to drop 500 dollars in one sitting then you probably are you've got a problem you know, is what you got well, not only that but i was like well, why don't you just buy the stuff out right if you got that kind of cash just laying around like that's that's but, fu money but that's the thing like also too like that's that's the other thing like i'm like i also do like because i i don't like like paying full price for stuff either you know so i buy stuff and i find things cheaply you know through either ebay or through you know some kind of deal somewhere or you know there's always a sale or that kind of thing like i picked up uh terminator dark fate for 10 bucks you know so it was oh, kind of thing it was like a limited right. sale and i picked that up i didn't watch it yet you know i'm kind of maybe i'm thinking maybe holding off and seeing some anybody ever comes back to my house <laughs> watch it with that <laughs> I, i've 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 watched Dark. It's the new one, Dark yeah. Fate. I've seen it. Okay. Yeah, you go, go ahead and watch it. Let me know what you think. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also picked up some other movies too. Um, I picked up. Uh, I don't know why I, I this I'm, I've been picking up like obscure movies or I think they're obscure anyway. Um, one was called Crossroads. It was about uh, Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio, Bruce Willis. Uh, I, don't, Bruce I don't think it's Bruce Willis. Uh, Joe Dostenka and Jemmy Gertz is the three main actors in this. It's a road trip, and he basically uh, he Ralph uh, Macchio has to play blues against Stephen Vai. Uh, the you know one of the, oh, Steve, 
Yes, yes, yeah, Stevie Ray Vi, Stevie Ray, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Stevie, Stephen. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. It's Steve I. Yeah, yeah, not Steve Ray Vaughan. And yeah. so it's just so funny to watch it because you you watch him like Steve Vai played. It's like it's like you know he's 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 an animal on the guitar. He's like yeah, he goes crazy and it's great. And you see him, you know, you see Ralph Macchio playing these like chopstick chords on the guitar. And it's it's hilarious to watch. <laughs> um, another one that that I keep seeing over and over again in my radar, and I'm like I'm like and I finally bought it was a Ghost World. Um, okay, it, it has. Um, I can't think of her name now off the top of my head. It's Scarlett Johansson and, uh, oh, I forget the other girl. Thor Birch is the other girl. Okay. You know, and I was right. like, cause it's like always, they always like, I always like look at lists and stuff and it's always on like top 10 lists of, of comic book movies to, to watch. So, uh, so I picked that up. Um, I also picked up. This is not really obscure, but I, I haven't seen it in a while. And for some reason, I hacker for Schwarzenegger. True Lies. Okay. Yeah. I like that movie. It was a good movie. Um, and then a documentary that I spoke of a long time ago, and I truly liked, and I never owned it, and I saw it, and I finally picked it up, was uh, The King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters. It's about the... Um, the 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 fight going on about I think it was like a decade ago about uh, Miss Pac-Man's high score in the old arcade days in the eighties and how this guy uh, I forget the guy's name Billy something he was he was like the guy and he would do talks and stuff like that and then this guy from like Portland Oregon or Seattle Washington or something like that wanted to beat his record and every time he beat it. Th- this guy Billy would send in a video going, Oh, I got a new high score. Here it is. And they would take it on the video and you'd watch these videos. And it's like, and it like, if the, the video gets like crumbly and all of a sudden like the high score appears and you're going, come on. Like, and, but the, <laughs> but the guy, the, the, the guy who is the, who's been the, like the record world holder for this is the judge. He's been the judge for, for decades. He always believes this guy that like he does it. So he's like, yeah, he does it. Like that's he does it. Like I, I why would I, why would I assume anything else than than what his what his word is, you know, type of thing? But then, of course, we found out many years later that he was cheating and he got his record uh, uh, booted off. Um, but right. uh, like I said, it's the documentary based off of that, and it's it was on G four for a while, and I liked it, and I watched it, and I, I rented it a couple times, and if I saw it on a documentary thing, I would watch it, and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna buy it for myself. So, thing. And then one I've been one I've been like floating around for a long, long time, and I don't know why I never bought them. It's a trilogy of movies. Um, of course, it doesn't have the name of the trilogy on here because it's it's the thing, but it's the Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, World's End trilogy. Okay. Um, I Coronado, I think it is called. It's based off that ice cream that they have in all three movies. Uh, okay. They, I forget. What, I forget what the name of it was, but I think it's Coronado for some reason. I could be wrong, and I know people are going, "No, you idiots, Wes." And so, but uh, yeah. So I think, and then finally, the one thing I bought it as a triple feature because I actually got it for like eight bucks, and I was like thrilled because there's only one movie I really wanted from it. It was John Travolta, uh, a movie called Blowout. It's a, a 1980s movie, like '81, I think it was. It's right. a Brian De Palma film. I'm getting into Brian De Palma movies for some reason. I I liked uh, Body Double. I liked uh, Dress to Kill. Uh, this is another one of those suspense thrillers that he's a sound man in Philadelphia who works for a horror uh, company, and he's picking up sounds, and there's a murder, and he it's uh, the 
they think it's an accident of a tire getting blown out, but somebody shoots the tire and it becomes this whole like uh, espionage thing. And it's a really interesting movie. It's, it's really good. And it was shot in Philadelphia, so that's why I kind of like wanted to get it more and more. So that was the thing. So they're all my pickups. I did pick up two more, and I actually watched these two um, this week or the next between the two weeks. I was trying to get like, it's the thing. I think I mentioned before, I had an itch for cyberpunk movies. And I bought this movie thinking this would scratch my itch. And I, I was so wrong. <laughs> it's called Cyber Wars here in America. It, there is different titles where I'm trying to pull it up real quick as I'm talking to you. Because was, there was different names for this movie that, was, uh, was, uh, that came up. And it was just so bizarre because the other titles sounded better. <laughs> <laughs> than Cyber Wars. And I was like, son of a bitch, like, why can't we have something like that? But uh, let's see, I'm just trying to pull it up here. Here we go. Nope. Uh, where'd it go? Here it is. Ow. You know, it's always, it's always comes up when I'm like looking for it. And of course, now that I want to talk about it, it's like, like probably the bottom of the pile here. Anyway, I'm not going to get into it now because I can't find it, but it was not that good. It was, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there, there were some special effects that are really cool in this. It had it, David Warner was probably the biggest thing that came from that. And if anybody doesn't know who David Warner is, he was the bad guy in Tron. Um, he was some other. He was in Doctor Who and stuff. But like he was, he's a character actor that you might heard of him from something from somewhere type of thing. Yeah, if if you look him up, you're gonna. Go, I know this guy from this guy. I think he was in Waxworks. I think at one point, I, the first one. He's if they needed a bad British guy, like in the eighties, he was the guy you went to. Right. Yeah. That's exactly. That's exactly. You, could, you put it exactly right. Like he, he was the guy to go to for those kind of things. And, uh, Oh yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh. Uh, did I find it now? Did I find it? Uh, yeah. Well, it's called, yeah, it was called different movies. It one was called, uh, avatar in Chinese. It was in China. It was called Ma- avatar. Uh, which was which is a better title, which I think, but of course I think it would be too confusing with the actual Avatar movie. Um, right. Matrix Hunter was in Japan; that was the name of it. There, Avatar Exile uh, was the working title for a long time, which, which which I think would have been great, you know, I think. But everybody probably think it was a sequel for Avatar, which would have probably made some money if it did that. <laughs> um, and then of course in the U.S. it was called Cyber Wars. And if, if there were, the, all I can say is, is that most of it was badly acted. That's probably what bothered me the most about this movie. Special effects were pretty good. The storyline was not bad. You know, it made sense. You know, kind of thing. It was, it was about a corporation, five corporations in this in this world that own the basically the internet or you know the the buying and selling the commodities, merchants of of the world. And they they play a game amongst like people's lives, and this um, bounty hunter basically f- stumbles upon it, and it's it just but like some of the some of the effects were just were really good. I mean, for effects wise, it was nice, but like this the the acting was terrible. It just drove me crazy. And uh, the, the the one of the last things, well, actually, there was uh, there was also something else to watch, but this one I watched. It was Deathstroke, Knights and Dragons. Uh, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. You think it was going to be a pass, and you were right. right. <laughs> uh, it was. Damn. Yeah. It. I mean, it was. It was the. It was the limp to the barn of like. Like I. I guess they had nothing else to do. They had time to kill to for the next till the next animated movie came out, and they wanted to fill the time in. I mean, it was barely drawn. It was. Um, 
the plot was okay, you know, but it was wasn't like anything exciting. It wasn't like something like, "Wow, that was that was awesome." Like I'd see it again. You know, like that was a right. storyline that was inspiring. Now, now it was it was basically Deathstroke's kid gets kidnapped, and he has to get like find him. And but of course, the, at this point, it was like it's like a decade. Like he, they made an attempt, and he, he gets kidnapped once, and then after that they find his wife finds out that he's Deathstroke so he's he has to like disappear oh, basically okay. and then a decade later they capture the kid again but this point like the mother sent him away to a school so they they're they're not close anymore and you know so now he's got to find the kid and the the same group hive is is the ones that captured him and he thought he got rid of hive and you know so he's like that anti-hero but he's a vigilante killer basically and that's why i think like Ooh, you know right and it's just like you know but i mean the the animation looked flat because there was a lot of thick line art animation like you ever ever see the the that thick dark line they would do the outline of a character you, yes you ever see that animation and it looks makes them 2d-ish it doesn't doesn't pop you know per se and there was points that it was like there was like like there was like aerial scenes that looked great but then as soon as he came in he was so thick lined it was just like it just took away from it it was just it was like it was like off-putting it was just like i don't get why they did that it didn't make sense to me like what was that artistic choice like they were like yeah this is a good idea let's let's stick with this it's like that was terrible um but you know i mean it was okay it was it was an okay movie you know in terms of like the storyline and all um, you know, it was, there were some interesting characters in there and there's some from familiar secondary characters that we've seen in DC movies before that were in here, but you're not getting Batman or Superman or, you know, Wonder Woman right. or any of those, the main, the main stars, uh, type okay. of thing. Um, uh, but it was, it was, it was fun. The last thing that I wanted to talk about though was on Netflix. It's still on Netflix to watch, um, as of right now anyway, um, it was a four-part miniseries, not miniseries. It was a four-part documentary. It was called Challenger: The Final Flight. Uh, okay, yeah, that's part of my it's part of my list. I haven't gotten around to watching. It you yet. need to see this. You really do. Okay, um, especially who you and I who've lived through this experience. Right, we saw it. We actually saw it happen. Yeah, it's one of the few like deaths you saw on television, basically, like live on TV. You know. Right, this was pre nine uh, eleven. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it was it was it it was really compelling of a uh, of of what we didn't know, you know, like because I mean, we as kids, we did we really care? Like, you know, it was tragic. And I'm not saying we we didn't care; we cared. But like all the you know the extra details of something, we you know like right. at when we at that age we didn't really understand or didn't want to understand i guess maybe of it and just kind of like moved on our lives and yeah it was tragic but the, the space shuttles kept going on and kept going up there and flying uh which was what the public wanted but it was like the behind the scenes stuff of like what happened and like they kind of knew like this was going to happen you know like that kind of yeah. thing and it was it was it was fascinating like to watch because there's there's a couple people that just like and you 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 kind of see their side of the story like you go uh, it kind of makes sense like i mean i i could be a monster be like yeah i was the only one who saw the, the guy's <laughs> side of it but not like not like was i was like i was like yeah like you know like what the fuck they die like whatever you know like it was like no it was tragic like i was like wow it's really upsetting because they they get into the lives of each person 
uh, you know, cause talking to their families and all about this. Um, but then they, they, they talked about like everything that like transpires up at that point And then that happens. And, you know, they, it's not like they knew it was going to happen, but they were, they, they had a hunch, like eventually it's going to happen. Like if this is, right. if this doesn't get fixed and this is, this is, this is going to be a problem in the future. Like at some point this is going to happen and it happened on the challenger when that when that went so that's the that's the the main idea of this but like i said it's only four parts like it's not even four hours and it's it's definitely worth watching because it was it, i i mean cause i like these kind of documentaries because it's just like you know it just it gives you that extra layer of what this show you know, like what it was about and stuff and stuff that i never knew until like decades later until like you know the actually the 2010s like when i went when i visited this the uh, air and space museum and the smith the smithsonian in washington dc i saw a video of the, the 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 about the challenger and i didn't know the flight crew survived the the crash and it and died basically in the water right you know i mean they confirmed this in the in the show and all and and then the the one thing that I'm I am gonna I mean I'm probably spoiling a lot for it already, but there was one thing that was in there that it made you stop and go wait a minute I have to look this up, and it, and it, it it was like amazing I don't know if I should tell you or not should I leave it as a surprise for yeah you gotta let me you gotta let me watch it okay because there there there's a person in there that's what I'm gonna say there's a person in there you go wait a minute. How do I know this person from something else? Like, because <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, like, none of these people, unless you've seen other documentaries, you really don't know who these people are and until they, you know, show their name up there and who they were. And then you see, like, video of, like, news conferences and, and uh, different things that were going on, like, you know, the, the live feed and all that kind of stuff. You never, you don't really remember these people so much, you know, it's just until, like, you see them. But there's one person that you see from something else, and you go, "Wait a minute! How? how wait, I know that guy from so. Where do I know him?" And his name comes up, and you go, "No, that's not him. No." <laughs> and you go, "Son of a bitch! <laughs> that's the guy." But that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> all right, it's gonna blow your mind a little bit. I blew my mind a little bit when I saw it, but you know, I, I'll tell you later. <laughs> When you see it and you see it, you understand. But like I said, if if you live through it or if you're interested at all, I mean, especially the space program and how it was back in the day, I mean, because it gives you a little bit of history about that and like how things were going and progressing. Like that, that's just, it's just the, it's, it's, it's fascinating to watch, you know, because like I said, it's, it's a, it was a time that like, I wish they could repeat in a way. You know, like, right. you know, in a better way, but you know, like that, not, not that I want people to blow up in space, but like just the fact, you know, like this, the space shuttles, like they could like take off and land. Cause I think that was the coolest thing coming out of the eighties to the, you know, two thousands, you know, to me right. anyway, for space travel anyway, but uh, that's my take. So that's, I th- think that I, that I did. Yes. I think that's all, all I did. How about you? What did you do? These past two weeks, what interesting things have you done? And go. Okay, well, let's see. Let's start off with um, I watched a very interesting movie. This is Think Seven Meets Superheroes. Okay. Okay? 
Um, it's a movie on Netflix called uh, Unknown Origins, right? Uh-huh. And it's a Spanish movie. So it's subtitled. I, I recommend doing the dubbed version because the if you watch if you listen to the English dub and try to read the subtitles at the same time, they don't match up. But picture this. Imagine people getting murdered by the way of superhero origins. Meaning, imagine if you were a cop and you came to a crime scene and you saw a guy who was an arms dealer dead on a table in a suit of armor with his heart removed and t- t- attached to tubes a la Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Imagine coming across a body who looked like he got killed via weightlifting incident accident, but you find out mm-hmm. that this guy, and he's kind of grayish looking, and you've come to find out this guy was a scrawny lab technician, <laughs> a la Incredible Hulk. Right. Right? So this cop is, they don't know, it, it really starts off with this older cop retiring, and this young cop comes across these these crime scenes and the older cop's son is a nerd complete 100 percent nerd runs a comic book shop and everything and the son the, the father uh, talks to the son like he wants his son to grow up and like be more mature and put the childish things behind but the kids got like the, the guys are like running a business but he mentions um the he mentions like the he's the kid sees the crime scene a photo and he goes oh that looks like the incredible hulk and he, dad's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, and he goes, "Well, in this origin story from this from this comic book, this is what how, how the Hulk became to be." So the old cop goes back to the crime scene and finds underneath the the um, the bench press bench that um, it's got the headline of of incredible, you know, and then the number. So like, there's a link. So the the old cop who has officially retired. Hands this information off to the, this new grizzled, like stick in the mud type cop. Gives him the information. And he actually winds up teaming up his son and the cop to try to solve these crimes. Um, and there's a twist. There's a couple twists in the end. A couple like, I didn't I didn't see coming. But then again, it's it's based on a book that I wanted to read, but the book's all in Spanish. So I, I was like, there's no translation version of it, translated okay. version of it. So I'm like, well, I'll just have to pass. But the story was 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 really good. I mean, the, the voiceover acting is kind of bad, but you got to get past. You have to like move past that. Um, but the story itself was strong and and fascinating. And then it was. It, I'm not going to tell you there was like one big like shock value. Or like oh my god, I can't believe that happened. That clearly looks like this. Uh, and it ends with this. Uh, it, it ends pretty well. Could could potentially be like a series of movies or a series of books at least. But it was the, even the opening shot, like the opening credits, reminded me so much of Seven. But then these crime, because these crime scenes are, are are in in very much in a way of like superhero origins. It's it's pretty good. It was a really really good movie. I highly recommend it. What was the name um, again? It's called Unknown Origins. I think it's unknown. Yeah, Unknown Origins. It, what's not Secret Origins? It's Unknown Origins. I think. Um, the guy, it looks like a, it looks like a very film noir cover. It's like a, a, a police officer. It looks like he's going through like a doorway, and the doorway looks like it has like comic book covers on it. Here's the one thing that really annoyed me the most. To be a hundred percent honest, you could tell that no company wanted to put money into this movie because they'll talk about Batman and they'll talk about Superman. And they'll talk about Hulk. They'll talk about all the Marvel and DC comics, but they never show a single Marvel or DC comic book. It's all like a fake 
comic. Like the guy apparently is wearing at one point in time. Now maybe maybe I'm completely wrong because maybe um, um, this is kind of I'm going to say this 100 percent narrow minded of me. So maybe they have a Spanish version of Superman. Um, it has his own particular symbol. Well, this guy was wearing what to me would look like a, a knockoff Superman symbol, but it has got the letter Z in it because they can't do an S because of copyrights. <laughs> um, there are a couple moments where they have like cosplayers, but no cosplayer. It's like, hey, welcome to generic cosplaying. We don't want to. We don't want to have someone to pay the rights to someone walking by in a Spider-Man outfit. So we're gonna have this generic character in like a mask, but it could in red and blue, but not Spider-Webish, right? Kind of thing. So it's like you can kind of tell they didn't want to get like, hey, we really, really, really want to make this movie on the cheap, and we don't want to get sued. So let's not use any property that could get a suit now again that could just mean because like i said my american ignorance is looking at it going how come they, they talk superman but the guy's not you know what like it could totally be that and like it could be just something in the translation because maybe in spain they have a version of superman called something else but you know for an american audience we wouldn't get it so they they dumb it down for us by calling that person superman see what i'm saying yeah no i'm i'm i'm, I'm trying to find you know because I'm, I'm like well let's google it while you're talking about it and uh <laughs> yeah i don't think they do <laughs> um yeah because uh, they have yeah, it, the book's called unknown origins um and it is um that's the book so i'm trying to think uh yeah unknown origins is also the name of the movie too because it's written and directed by the guy who wrote the book. Okay. Yeah. The 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 ones I'm coming up with is either um, Super Ombre, or uh, which is basically I think Spanish Superman, isn't it? Um, you know, yeah, probably. Or Super uh, Lopez. Yeah. <laughs> which I don't think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but totally. If you, if you get an opportunity, it's, and the movie's like it's like an hour and a half long, and it, it was. Like I kind of, I've always seen the the promos for, it, and then when I finally got to see the description of it. And I'm like, well, let me watch the trailer, and the trailer was really dark and gritty, and I'm like, wow, this is really really good. And then, you know, to see how it tied into superheroes was like, wow, I highly recommend that one. Um, Stacy and I also finished this week um, a, a season one of a show on Amazon Prime called Utopia. Okay. Stars John Cusack, Rain. Uh, Rain Wilson and a bunch of other people who I can't to me none of the kids seem familiar imagine here you go it's, it's very nerd centric this, this is my, my, I guess my content imagine you are a fan of a comic book called Uto uh, Dystopia and you think that this, this, ha is, this comic book is based on real yeah, your conspiracy theories about this comic book and these images and they're saying hey you know like this is this represents this and this represents that and then you find out that there is a sequel to this book called Utopia that never comes out and all of a sudden through through circumstances you find that Utopia it gets discovered and then these people who discover it aren't comic book nerds but they go to a comic book convention to try selling it and then there's a small group of like four people who are really really into this the mythology of Utopia and, and not really the mythology, but the idea that it all means something like, oh, this is this leaf looks like New 
uh, Uganda, and there, this this little droplet of water looks like this virus, and if you, it links up with the virus that happened in Uganda. Like it was very, every episode started with a, hey, this is a fictionalized piece of work, because it could very well lead down the path of, this is how COVID got started. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, every it, every episode was like this is a work of fiction. None of this is all real. This is all just it. Just don't it. Just please don't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes down to like you know like these four kids come across this utopia, and, and people who are coming in contact with this book are getting murdered um, by a big corporation. And I, I'm going to spoil a little bit here because I feel like it needs to be said. John Cusick is the bad guy. Wow. Okay. Right. Now I I'm not used to John Cusack being anything but a decent good a good human being in all the movies. I have not looked outside of I don't know his body of whole body of work because he has a lot of credits to his name. But this one he plays the head of a pharmacy like I'm gonna say like a um a chemical lab type deal. And the one thing that they capitalize on is John Cusack knows how to monologue. Knows how to monologue. If you watch, you know, say anything, gross point blank, even um, what do you call it? Oh, with two dollars, better off dead. Yeah, he's got he's got these great like little mini monologues. Well, now imagine him as a bad guy doing one of those kind of crazy monologues. He comes off very Bond villainish. It's 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 incredible to see him be like the heavy. In it for me, I was like, I was like, wow, he's really chewing up this scenery, and it's he's you can see he's really enjoying it, and I was loving, I loved watching him be kind of like the bad guy, especially by the end episode where he goes full tilt boogie on you know his craziness and his manic antics. Phenomenal, phenomenal show. It's only eight episodes, but it's worth it. Like there was a couple times where the show had me go, I can't believe they did that. I can't. that's I've never very rarely do I get to be surprised by anything because uh-huh. <laughs> I'm old and I'm jaded and I'm a consumer of this kind of media. So when I go, oh my god, I can't believe they did that. Shit, like, where are they going to go now? And it to me, it made me think. I'm like, okay, well, I was, and we we kind of stumbled upon it too, Stacy and I, because we were like, well, what do you want to do? Well, there's this this show, Utopia, it looks kind of interesting, and. I was like, all right, let's find it out. And by, like, the first episode, I was, like, kind of – I'm like, all right, you have my interest. I think by, like, the third episode, I think it really sunk sunk its claws into me. I'm like, I need – I think Stacy and I finished it in, like, two, maybe three days. Wow. Two days. She gave me the finger two days. You know? Um, but it was it was really, really good. So anybody who's got Amazon Prime or if some sort of way to watch it, uh, Utopia, it's fucking great. Um, I'm trying to think. Let's see. Oh, I'm trying to think if we did anything else special. Oh, Stacy and I also watched um, on Netflix called a show called Ratchet, based upon Nurse Ratchet from One Clue's Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Now I don't know why they wanted to give her an origin story of some sort, but they did. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it's Sarah Paulson's in it. Uh, if most people know her from American Horror Story, uh, and it. It's kind of like an American Horror Story and The Shining had a baby because it's very – the it's set in the – I want to say the, the 30s – the 50s. I'm sorry, the 50s. And it, the, the colors are, are incredible. 
it there's like the, the uses of greens and reds and blues and the storyline is kind of like uh, like they kind of had to give her something to do now I don't, I don't know if you've seen the movie one flew over the cuckoo's nest ed yes have I have. you yes oh yeah okay so everyone kind anybody who's ever seen one flew over the cuckoo's nest knows who nurse ratchet is in fact she is such an iconic character. Whenever you have a person who's a stick in the mud or who's real strict and stringent, you call them Nurse Ratchet, you know, because of how how by the rules she was. Well, they kind of play into that a little bit. You, it's it's like I gotta be honest. I don't know why they gave her a show, but we watched it and it was actually pretty good. You know, like I'm sitting there going, why, why did they give? Because you kind of, it's one of those shows where you go, okay, we know nothing. You can't put her in harm's way because you know what happens to her. Huh. It's it's like when we watched um, the Han Solo movie. Right. It's like okay, Chewie's hanging off the edge of a, of a ship and they're coming up on rocks. You go, yeah, he's going to be fine. You know why? Because in 20 years, he helps blow up a Death Star. Like, you know, you know he's fine. Huh. So don't put, don't put that guy in danger. Right. You know, you need, you need to put other people, you get people to like them and then put them in danger. Like, you can't do Han and Chewie, you know, two people, Han, Chewie, and Lando, off limits, you know, they're going to be fine no matter what you do to them. But same with Nurse Ratchet. You can't put her in any kind of real, like, oh my God, is she going to get killed? Because you know she's not. Because, hello, she bumps head with Jack Nicholson. Right. So, so they kind of have to give people around her get into sticky situations you know, where they might not come out the best or they all get tied into one coincidence or another. Like Sharon Stone's in the, in the show too. And she's got a small part, but it's a good part. And you're like, all right. And there's some, there's, and the reason why I say it's like American Horror Story meets The Shining because with American Horror Story, there's some batshit crazy stuff with some good blood, good gore, um, good language. And it, it was, again, I think eight episodes it was we, we pretty much killed that in a week because it was like okay well come home from work and watch a couple episodes we oh Stacey again tells me two days I guess you know I guess time flies when you're having fun Ed <laughs> so if you're a fan of Sarah Paulson or American Horror Story or The Shining or even One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest or just Ratchet you know I, definitely can check it out because it was it was pretty good there was a lot of moments where I. Again, I was like, oh, oh, my God. Holy crap. Like, I can't. What? You know? And, of course, nothing, none of that's happened to Ratchet because I'm like, well, she's fine. You can do whatever the fuck you want to her. Like, you know, yeah. she's, she'll make it through. <laughs> but, anyway, again, that was two two really good, three good shows. Um, also, I'm going to talk about my job. Okay. Because, Ed... Uh, we also saw a movie. Uh, it's what movie, Stacy? Uh, uh, Batman, Spider-Man. Oh, we also watched um, the Devil, uh, um, Devil all the time. It's also a Netflix show movie with uh, Tom Holland, um, Robert Pattinson, um, also Stan Sebastian stands in it, or Stan Sebastian, basically Spider-Man, Batman, and uh, Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're all in this movie now. Stacy kind of thought it was going to be a horror movie because with the way the title, um, The Devil All the Time, I, I knew it was going to be a deep, heavy drama. And it was drama. I'm talking, it's like 
a little over two hours, and it was, it felt long. And Robert Pattinson, I'm going to be honest, Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson do hell of a good southern accents. Um, you know, two nice British boys being like one from Virginia and I think one from Louisiana or definitely in that that area of the United States. But there is a moment where Spider-Man outacts Batman and he doesn't say a word. Like I'm while we're watching this movie and there is this moment I, I, I'll try to I'll spoil slight spoilers. Robert Pattinson plays a preacher who comes into town and he winds up having relations with Tom Holland's um, step sister. Okay. Roughly, it's kind of weird to get to how their how their families tied in together. Um, and he Robert Pattinson gets her pregnant. And she goes to tries to confront him about doing something, and he's very much like we didn't do anything. God, blah blah blah. Like, like definitely pulls like the. He gets very, I want to say Southern Baptist kind of preacher kind of mm-hmm. t- talked about it. So some so Tom Holland confronts him with a gun, and Robert Pattinson is given this like monologue speech and. He's really trying really, really hard to act, really hard acting. And it's not bad because I think Robert Pattinson is a pretty decent actor. Say what you want to say about the Twilight movies. Everything else I've seen him in, he's been pretty solid. Mm -hmm. I can't, you know, I can't knock the guy for being a good actor. But Tom Holland staring at him with a gun pointed at him. And he says so much more with his face and his action, his body language it made me go, God damn, Spider-Man's kicking Batman's ass all over the place just with a look, you know, and it just that scene itself made me go like, I, clearly, this is why these two are really good at their job, because like everyone's like to see Peter Parker curse smoke, you know, it, huh. it, it's it's funny because that's kind of how I really know him for is is Pete right. as Spider-Man. So to see him kind of be out of character, not out of character, basically acting as something else. You know, even when he's in the the current war, he kind of is like a third tier character and he's still kind of like, oh, shucks, mister. But this one, he's like, like, he's supposed, he's supposed to be like 16, 17, which is right in his age range. But the amount of emotion and amount of gravitas that he brings to the role and, and, and the, the, how you feel for him. And I'm telling you, he, he, the movie was slow and kind of boring, but his acting completely made up for it. Like, you don't really – what's weird is they kind of paint – they get the guy from um, the kid who plays – Bill Skarsgård. The kid who plays Pennywise the Clown in It, mm-hmm. and he's also been in a couple other things. He plays what what is going to be Peter Parker's father. Um, but he's – the first half hour of the movie, it sets up. Peter, you know, Tom Holland's character. And it's not until, like, you know, like it's, the movie's, like, maybe two and a half hours, roughly. It takes a half hour before you actually get into the actual story itself. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's a long two hours. I'm, there was moments where I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this movie. Because it, it is a drama. Like, <laughs> there's a narrator, and there's, there's like people talking over stuff and there's like you know back here back when which this person came and this person's going to meet that person and, and i'm like 
oh, I feel like I needed a flow chart sometimes to go, well, why are we, why are we watching this guy? And I'm like, I know enough of movies. I know that this four separate stories are going to tie into one big story and, and there's going to be common threads and there is, and it's all tied in together in a nice, neat little bow, but it took a while to get there. I'm talking a while. <laughs> Good acting. Just don't, with the name with the word devil in it, ain't a harsh. It ain't a horror movie. It's it's a heavy, heavy drama. <laughs> Good. I, I I would like to I honestly think Tom Holland did a neat decent enough job that he could get like maybe like a People's Choice Award or a Golden Globe nomination. I don't he ain't work he ain't no getting no Academy Award for the movie. I don't I don't think so. But it definitely is it's a strong I'm gonna say a strong showing for the kid. <laughs> like like I'm his agent. <laughs> good effort for that kid. Still got my ten percent. It was a good ten percent I earned. Um, mm. yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, you know, like, you, I, I mean, did you? <laughs> Stacy watched like the Devil Wears Prada thing. It was a horror. Movie. <laughs> no, she knew what that one is, and I think she likes that movie. Okay. You like Devil Wears Prada? With uh, Meryl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With Meryl Street and Catwoman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know that that's not a horror movie because you could just tell by the trailer. When you watch the trailer for the movie, you're going to think, oh, must be a horror movie. It feels like a horror movie because the opening scene is basically they're celebrating Tom Holland's birthday and it's like real dark and it's like a candlelit room because it's set in the 50s and they live in a house where there's no electricity and not even real running water. It, you know, you know, there's like the dad praying across. across. It's there's it, it looks scary, but it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> scary part is wasted two hours of my life thinking it was a horror movie. Um, so, all right. So now, as you know, Ed, the past two weeks there's been two major announcements of video game consoles. There has? Yes. Yeah, and unless you've been living in Iraq, you know that the Xbox One Series X and S is coming out in November 10th, <laughs> and the PS5, both physical and digital version of that, is coming out November 12th. Yeah. All right, now anybody who knows me, knows the show, knows where I work. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now, the first issue, let's go back to when the PS5... When, the, when they first made announcement of the Xbox Series Okay, for those people playing at home, you have the two new systems for Microsoft are going to be the Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series X. Not to be confused with the Xbox S, the Xbox X, and the Xbox One. <laughs> All right? <laughs> Okay, so I'm just throwing out there. Microsoft really should just learn how to name things, because I, uh, I just because people are morons. We're all everyone's morons. So the Series X and Series S get announced, and they say, okay, you're going to be taking pre-orders on the 22nd of September. So we're going to you know, get all that out, out of the way, and everyone knows when that release date's going to happen, when you're going to be able to pre-order it. Mm-hmm. Not when it's coming out, but when you're going to be able to pre-order it. Now, about two weeks ago, I think, it was, I think, yeah, uh, it was the weekend, the, week, the weekend that we didn't have the show that week, um, 
Sony had a big thing on a Wednesday. Um, I want to say, let me take a look here at a calendar. Before before we go any further, because there was a meme that that was posted on your site. I think you you posted it uh, on your Facebook page. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> which is, I want to buy an Xbox. Which one? The Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X, Xbox Series S, or Xbox Series X? <laughs> and then the woman looks at just like looks confused. <laughs> like, yeah, I yes. think you're gonna have to go there. <laughs> that is the reason why I'm like Microsoft needs to learn how to. How to I, I sometimes a part of me thinks they do it on purpose so that way people buy the wrong thing, or I I don't know. I just kind of feel like. Sony's got it right. PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. And even some parents still get that mixed up. Yo, is you taking pre-orders for PlayStation 4? I'm like, ah, you sure? I mean, PlayStation 5? Yeah, yeah, that's the one I meant. All right. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> but the Xbox, I mean, talk about Confusion City. So they make this announcement that you can start taking pre-orders. Now, on the, 7th, the 5th, 16th, I think it was, um, Sony does their hey, this is going to be, we're doing like a little event about the PS5, and it's it, the video is like 45 minutes long, and at the end of that presentation, they say, you can pre-order the system Thursday, the 17th, which would essentially be the next day, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, Walmart decides to go, makes a tweet, yeah, fuck that, you can pre-order it now. So what happens then is that people start flooding Walmart's website and stuff like that. Then that made all the other retailers, Target, GameStop, Best Buy, all of them, open up their reserves at the same time on that Wednesday. So GameStop only had a limited amount. Stores specifically, I think, may have had maybe might have had double digits as far as like 10, 12, maybe max. And within the first in the first hour, stores are sold out right. of it. Of course, now that gets people mad Thursday when people come walking in going, "Yeah, Sony says we can buy it. Where? How come we can't? And like we're sold out. You guys just opened up. How can you be sold out when you guys just opened? And you have to explain to everybody what happened the day before. Right. You know how Walmart fucked everybody. You know. So, and I think the reason is I saw someone I was watching like a, a Reddit feed and there's like a restock.com website, I think it is. Uh-huh. And you could see like, you know, someone typed in PS5 and had like a capture where Walmart was the only one getting like a second wave of reserves before everybody else. So my opinion is I think that Walmart was like, well, shit, we already know that we're going to get a second wave before everybody else. Let's just try to beat them, everybody to the punch. Why not? Right. Right. So, of course, you know, when you can see it was sold out, sold out, sold like, you know, no one knew when they were going to get their next shipment in or when their next wave of pre-orders would be available. Walmart already knew it. So they were like, fuck it, we're going to do it now, you know, because they were in the clear. Um, so, you know, of course, that made everyone kind of mad, and pissed off. Right. And that was, you know, like a week before the Xbox X Series X and S launch for at least for the pre-orders actually you know um now i worked i i missed out on the first round of ps5 reserves because it happened while i was at home and i was like well by the time i drove up to there i probably wouldn't be able to pre-order one anyway so i was like yeah i'm letting it slide there'll be i'm an adult there'll be more <laughs> <laughs> um but i knew i was going to be 
worked in the Xbox Series X pre-order launch. How'd that and go? On, huh? How'd that, that go? One actually, honestly, that went pretty pretty well. Now, I sometimes have to cram. Believe it or not, Ed, sometimes I have to be a jerk. Okay. <laughs> you know, I know, shocking, right? Okay. Um, so when I went out there the day that I was doing the, the, the Xbox things, I had to go, like, look, I'll be honest, I'm going to break some hearts tonight. Because there, there was a decent amount of people for the amount I had. Um, now, those people seemed to be okay. They, they were like, oh, man. But I gave them, like, a heads up so they can go try to find it somewhere else. You know, if they could stay, if they wanted to pre-order some other stuff, they could, you know, from my store. Right. You know, it's definitely like, look, look, I have, this is how many I have. These people first come first serve, so clearly this block of people won the lottery. You guys are kind of SOL. Now there was a woman out there who kind of was like the night before came in and was like, ah, you know, try to. There's always one person always seems to think that they're above the rules, or that they feel like they the rules don't apply to them. Right. Uh, the, some of those people have are called Karens, and Kyles. Um, I had one the night before, like, you know, going, well, how, you know, what time should I show up to be guaranteed one? And I'm like, ma'am, I, 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 I can't, I don't know that. Like, somebody might want to sleep out. I mean, could have like a dozen people wanting to sleep out in front of the, in front of the um, store, for all I know, outside in the parking lot. I can't, how am I supposed to judge that? Right. Like, Back in my day, if I wanted to go see Guns N' Roses, I slept out in front of this fucking spectrum, like, you know, <laughs> and got up the next morning right in front of a whole group of people, 10 a.m. to buy my tickets. Like, you know, I can't, I'm not one to judge that. Like, some people, now we live in a, in a, in a digital age where you probably could be able to, might, should be able to get one online if the bots don't pick, pick them up first and then flip them to sell them at, like, hey, I got pre-ordered one, you know, you can buy it now for like $1,000. Like, right. who? Um so the next day, she was, if let's say I had a certain number, she was the next number. So she just missed out. And of course, she had like a little bit of a, a hissy fit over it. And, I, you know, as an adult, I had to go, I'm sorry. I apologize. Here's, you know, we open up at this time. There's other stores opening up an hour later because of COVID. A lot of stores have, a lot of the strip malls have shortened hours. A lot of them open up at like noon. Um, I'm like, well, it's, it's, it's just about 11 o'clock. So if you rush now, you might be able to find a store that could possibly have one you know good luck see you later but for the most part everyone was kind of nice and and polite and and it went smooth (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) i mean now i mean (laughs) now all right i need a drink for this one hold on (laughs) but but what happened after the initial buyout I'm sure well, there's more than the, star. Well, after the after the initial Xbox Series run, it was fine. Sony decides to say, "Hey, you know what? We know you guys all sold out from that first run. We admit that it got botched. Walmart, shame on you guys. So here's some more for you guys to do, and you guys can let us know that it's going to be like this for everybody. On um, it was this past Friday, so it would have been." Um, what's the date? The twenty fourth, I think it was. You know, twenty seven, twenty six. Friday, yeah, twenty five. Yeah, the twenty fifth. Okay, I'm working it, and I know how many I have, and it's not a lot, right? 
So I go into work, and there is a fuck ton of people. And I'm not saying there wasn't like, you know, like, oh, like rock concert kind of, but it was definitely over 30 people, I would say. Wow. <clears throat> Which you might think like, oh, 30 people, that's not a lot. The, the pre-order ratio to people wasn't great. <laughs> like, was not great at all. Like, I'm going to put it this way, Ed. The amount of pre-orders I had, I didn't need a third hand. Oh, <laughs> jeez. Okay. <laughs> so, so you're Did, looking. Now, here is here's another question. Did you have fingers left over in those two hands? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like Black Friday all over again. So now what happens, I go in and I have to set up for the, for the, for the day. Now I had some, some technical issues that I didn't, you know, that, that of course would happen on those days, you know, like you figure nothing's going to go smooth because why would it? Right. Right. Um, so I'm trying to get everything settled and I have my, you know, I had to call someone to come in so we could have a double coverage. So that way someone can control the line while one of us is also working the registers. Um, to make sure we get all, all the information. <clears throat> so I'm hearing a commotion. Now, I, there's not like it's I'm, I work inside a mall. So there's people in the hallways waiting. That's where the people are. I thought they'd be outside, but they weren't. They were actually inside the building. And I hear a bunch of yelling and screaming at each other. And I had to kind of like open up the gate and 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 kind of like I, I, I felt like I feel like I had to reprimand people in a way. I kind of had like, hey, you know, and I told them how many I had because there's a sign on the door of how many I had, okay. which which irritates me even on a, on a completely different level because you could see how many I have. And the moment you realize that you're like, let's say, 20th in line, guess what? You the guess. odds are it's not going to be all of a sudden miraculously, oh, yeah, like everyone here is for, you know, Paw Patrol. No, everyone's <laughs> here for the same thing. You know, but you never know. You never know because, like, I remember one night. This was this was many years ago when Harry Potter books came out. This was even before I was married or even before I was dating my wife. And a friend of mine and I were like, we we had nothing to do. I forget. I think it was a Friday night or something like that. And we were hanging out, and it's like, hey, you know what? I hear they open up Barnes and Noble at midnight for this Harry Potter book, right? So none of us, none of us, either knew at the time, neither of us cared about Harry Potter. It was like, right. who's Harry Potter? Like, who cares? Right. We just wanted to go into the bookstore <laughs> at midnight because right. it was like something to do. Like, like we were just hanging out. It's like, hey, you know what? And we, and, and like, we asked somebody, it's like, we don't have to buy Harry Potter books. Right. Like, and they're like, no, nah, you can buy whatever you want. Like, yeah, you know, we're open. And it's like, great. <laughs> so like. We ended up buying some. I forget what we bought. You know, for you, it was like I said, it was over twenty years ago. I think at this point, but it was just right. it was just funny because like the say, but but it was like a mad rush. It was like it was it was like a carnival of people, like you know, of hundreds of people to try and buy this book. So it's like you never know. I mean, like out of those thirty people, somebody could be there for Paw Patrol. Well, yeah, yeah, no, trust me. The way everyone was yelling at each other, they definitely weren't. Like it was like, and then. After I kind of had to explain them, I only had so many because of the sign that's on the door. You know, there was a disagreement on where people felt like the line should have started because there were some people who knew how to get into the building and that were in front of the store 
while some other people were outside ah. and they were and they were brought in and felt like because the person who was first in line outside felt like they had the right to be the first in line in front of the store where the people in front of the store who might have had let's say like you might want to say like inside knowledge on how what door is going to be open thought it was in their best interest to line up in front of the store not so there was a, a I would say like a, a disagreement you might say All right. a disagreement that isn't my problem <laughs> because it's not on my property <laughs> right like i said but, that's that's the mall's fault the, the you know like how like you know how they set it up and all i mean i mean really the the if you really wanted to you know take this like as far as you can go is the fact is is that like somebody should have put a plan together and going all right this is this is what's going to happen you know kind of thing like and and then that way it would have been you know easier because then now now like I said that like massive confusion, like you know like well people can get in through another door like which which sure I, I I'm probably sure at the time you didn't know that that was happening right I'm, I mean no I had no idea because as I I've only been working at that mall I've gone to that mall almost my entire life but I've never worked at that mall so I don't know the inner workings of it. I only knew about that other an, another door because I saw two little old ladies walking by a door that was in front of me that was locked. And I'm like, okay, well, if I have to logically think about that, there's another entrance over here. Let me see if I go over that entrance and see if I can get in the building. Oh, I can. That's how I knew about it. Not right. because I, someone told me, I figured it out for myself. Right. You know, something that I figured as a, as a person who works at that mall, maybe should have known, but whatever, it, it is what it is. But there were people who might say already knew that, kind of had the advantage of knowing about that entrance because of their situation of maybe possibly having jobs at that mall as well at one point in time. So there is a disagreement amongst people. Now, I'm going to be honest, the people who came for the Xbox, it was a smaller group, but they still, they all were there. Like it made me feel like whoever was in charge the day of the Xbox launch was able to group these people together in a, in an orderly fashion. And whoever was running security at the mall on that, on that past Friday for the PS5 had their head up their ass because people were saying that the, the, like, and that, I mean, I understand everyone is frustrated and angry. I'll be honest, Ed, I, I, I didn't, I didn't yell at anybody. I didn't lose my temper. I didn't, you know, scream. I let everyone like, cause when you, when you're handing out a piece of paper that says, okay, well you get one and you get one, you get one, you get one. Okay. Now everyone's done, you know, add a couple more you get one so I didn't think I had like five of them um, but <clears throat> and then people are like well that's not fair how is it this why do these people get it and we don't blah 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 and I'm like hey, hey, I'm sorry it's not my problem because what am I supposed to do here like right. uh, you know and then one person was like well how would you feel if the shoe was on the other foot and you were out here and you saw this and I'm like I looked at this person dead in his face and I was like look I, I understand that and to be honest I've, I have been in that situation, but I'm an adult. Huh. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I was like, look, I'm, I'm sorry that this happened. I can't control it. This is un an unfortunate event, but you know what? It's not like there are never going to be any more PS fives ever made. It wasn't like we had a total of this much and that's it. The world's lost. Right. 
I'm like, I would be an adult and realize that the person who is telling me this information isn't the owner of the company. They just work for the company. So I wouldn't, I would not be mad at them because I, you know, it's not like it's, it doesn't say Bob's GameStop. It's, it's just GameStop, right. <laughs> you know? So I wouldn't be taking it out on that person in front of me who's, who had to give me the unfortunate information. And I would be like, okay, we well, you know what? There'll be another opportunity. There always will be. And even if it does come out on, even if the opportunity is the day that it's launched, I still have a month and a half, almost two months to save up for it. You know, it's not like it's the end of the world. Right. And I would have left. I would have gone home. I, would I have been grumpy? Sure. Would I have been pissed off? Definitely. Would I be standing out here screaming, why not me? No. You know, <laughs> and like now some people did disperse. Like once they knew like, you know, there were some people who just had that attitude like, ah, shit. You know what? I'm going to. And I knew that they were going to go live online at a time. You know, so I told them, like, hey, look, I'm out. But if at this time they're going to go live on, on, on our website so you guys can go there now and start refreshing your screen now, you got time. Right. Deal. You know, but I had a completely different woman screaming her case at me. Like, I don't understand why did this, this, this. And I'm like, ma'am, I, I, I'll, I'll listen to you. I, I listened to him. I was like, look, let me make a couple phone calls. Let me reach out, see what I could do. And, and there wasn't really anything I could do. And even after my, my bosses told me, well, there's nothing you can do. It's not your fault. That's the mall's fault. They could bring it up with them. I, sure. I get it. You know, like, I, but it was just, to me, it was the, the, like somebody was like, you know, well, you know, it's, it's actually tried to pull the old, well, this is America and we should be, you know, there's a difference between right and wrong. Like try to get real, like not political, but definitely like want it to be like, oh, we should, you know, we we're supposed to, we're better than this, blah, blah, blah. And I almost felt like going, just looking at him dead in his face going, life sucks. Get a helmet. <laughs> like I, like the people who, who had the advantage and who were there in front of the store, they got, you know, they were there. They beat, they bent the system. They beat this, and they got their hands on. I, you know, you're absolutely right, sir. Sometimes you should do the right thing. If those people are guilty about it, they could hand in their numbers and go, you know what? I don't want mine because this person's right. I feel ashamed. I'm gonna go hang my head in shame, and I'm gonna give up my reserve. But no one's ever gonna do that. Right. No one's that honest. And this guy is looking at me because obviously he's one who who. Was may have been like let's say like five away from actually getting his hands on one if the numbers were different, right? You know, and I'm like, look, I, like, I feel like just going to him, like, dude, I, I get what you're saying, but you know what? If you honestly think that people are decent human beings, I, I would love to live in that world. If we lived in that world, maybe there wouldn't be a line out in front of this store, you know, buying sis trying to arguing over something like this. But we are, and people suck, like. That's probably why, like, you know, and he's like, you know, I, I kind of like looked at him and kind of shrugged him. Like, I, I understand it, sir, but like, I can't, you're asking me to be judge jury of, of other people. And I'm, I don't get, that's out of my pay scale. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I, I apologize, but suck it up, buttercup, go home, go online, see if you can get it that way. Oh, well, all the bots are going to get it. And there was some guy, some guy making the biggest like kind of trying to be the loudest person in the room. He wasn't even there for a PS5. He actually thought it was an Xbox release. <laughs> he was like, I'm not even here for the PS5. I'm here for the Xbox One X. And I'm like, I looked at him. I was like, you do know we've been sold out of this for about a week now. 
I came by yesterday. Like, and they said there wasn't. Like, no, no, they didn't. Like, you could tell he was just trying to be like, trying to be that guy. And there was like another guy. Like, <laughs> there was a guy there who I, I was surprised. I don't, I, I don't know. Like, he clearly he looked like he shouldn't have been able to. Like, I don't understand why he was there either. And he was stood outside arguing at anybody who would listen. Anybody. Uh, other random people walking through the mall. Ed, no lie, the police actually had to show up because of the, the because of the stir that these people were making. Wow. I mean, no one. They, the police didn't come into the building because I was able to kind of handle the situation a little bit better and be like, you know, like give everybody the news and, and tell them like I just got to go. Like I can't, you know, sorry. And you know, because I had mall security there telling me, hey, police are here. Either. They're either handle this or they're gonna be coming in. And I'm like, uh, okay. Like, <laughs> I was like, never in my days have I ever been just embarrassed for humanity. <laughs> you know, just to watch this. And I, when I had, when I the first came out, there I, and I had to kind of try to shout above the crowd of people arguing. I. I'm in a hallway, and a virtually empty hallway, and I'm on. My voice can get real echoey yeah. when I yell it. So, like the one kid said, <laughs> made me made him feel like I was his fifth grade gym teacher the way I was yelling at him. You know, and I didn't yell at him. I was like, "Hey, everybody, listen up! I only got this many. I'm sorry. You know, there's no need for this. Kind of like, like, kind of like, come on." But the moment I said, "Hey," I could already say to Cormaya, there was a woman already filming me. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> all I could think of was, don't curse, don't curse, don't curse, don't curse, don't curse. <laughs> you know, like, just, <laughs> you know, like, you motherfuckers, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and start doing, doing Sylvia L. Jackson. <laughs> get, get his spirit in you. There's you no know, more motherfucking PS5. No, I, you got to fucking move on. This motherfucking mall doesn't have motherfucking PS5s. Get the mother... I get these people <laughs> off my mall. <laughs> no, I mean, it was like... I was like, okay, you know what? And she was filming me. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm I'm a Facebook video. I know I know I'm coming. I know it's coming. <laughs> I'm like waiting to see like, my face. <laughs> Dork. Dork tells the PS5. That local mall. Poor, poor Clark gets abused. I... I <laughs> Gaming nerd has to tell <laughs> I should, I should other gaming nerds that there's no more PS5s. The moment I said I should, I said, "Listen up, folks. There'll be none of this. There's no PS5s at all." I feel, I feel like, look, I've got these many. It's a fight to the death. <laughs> this many survivors. I'm going to throw all these numbers into a hat, and I'm going to throw them into the hallway. And then you all can fight for yourselves. <laughs> First ones to come up with these numbers, get them. <laughs> you know what? Here's one in one in two. Two men enter, one man leave. <laughs> <laughs> Start throwing out some numchucks. And some <laughs> morning over stars. The, uh, and... <laughs> over the mall PA. <laughs> uh, pandemonium suit at the mall, local mall because of PS5s for short supply. 
<laughs> I don't understand. Lord Jesus, I have no time for this. <laughs> I haven't seen anything this bad since Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> oh, Lord. I can't believe that happened. I, it was just... It was a crazy day. And then on top of that, then I had, I had technical difficulties with the people who were able to get one. It was it was a mess. I was like, that Friday was not a good day. It wasn't a good mental health day, I can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was uh, that was pretty much my uh, – I didn't get any movies or anything like that. I spent most of my time glued to the TV watching TV shows. Um, Stace and I went on a little mini adventure because I did pick up a game um, for the PS4. Um, called Kingdoms of Amir, Amar. I think we talked about it on the show at one point. Uh-huh. Uh, you, it was a, a, a release. Um, it's the Kingdom Kingdoms of Almu Amir Re-Reckoning. It's a remastered version of a PS3 game that it was written by the script by R.A. Salvatore and the, the character designs by, um, what do you call it, uh, Todd McFarlane mm. but it is it's a hard game to come by um, you could buy it digitally no problem you know but to find a physical copy of it was tough Stacy and I like we had a, we had a day off and huh we drove an hour out of the way to pick it up <laughs> really <laughs> it was one yeah it was one of those things where I I played the, um, the, the Avengers game I enjoyed it after I got done the story, I lost, I could be honest, completely lost all interest in playing it after that. Like, I didn't want to wait. Like, I knew they were supposed to be releasing other characters, and they make a big deal about Spider-Man being available for the PS4. But that wasn't going to be until early 2000, you know, early, early next year. And I'm like, there's not enough content for me to want to keep playing this just to be able to get to a part where I can bring a character in and do stuff with him. I was like, I... I really didn't. My interest in the game kind of completely like dropped off. So I'm like, well, I can trade it in and find something, you know, else. And I knew that the the, the Kingdoms game I wanted to play because I I tried, started playing it in the PS3 days and I never got to finish it. And I kind of like there was these multiple attempts of trying to go back to where I left off and kind of like walked around aimlessly, going, "What was I supposed to do?" Thing <laughs> <laughs> and. I was like, okay, well, you know, it, the remastered looks good. Um, it still plays. It, the controls are a little better. It definitely looks like a game that was built from PS3 graphics and remastered, not from the ground up, but definitely like polished, got a nice little spit shine to it. Uh-huh. Um, so I, we, we drove like an hour away to go get it and come back, and I'm enjoying it. I'm, there's nothing really, you know, nothing really too crazy about it. I was like, all right, it's, it's it was uh, with my trade in, and I had like a discount card. You know, I was I got it for like technically five bucks. Ultimately, you know, out of out of pocket cost, and I was like, it's it, totally worth it. It's right. fun. I was playing it. I was playing it earlier this afternoon, just you know, trying to keep up where I was going. Because um, next week, yeah, this Friday, there's a. Um, I realized there's a game coming out that, that I have pre-ordered. Um, you'll probably mention it on the on this week's releases okay speaking of ed what are what is coming out that's pretty much it what else what what's coming out in blu-ray and dvd and video games this week uh not too much to be honest with you um but uh well, there's a few movies coming out um okay first i'm going to start off with um 
it's it's the uh, Mallrats is coming out on Blu-ray as a Criterion collection. Mallrats, really? Yes. Wow. Um, okay. You know, so I, mean, I know he's already he's already has chasing uh, chasing aiming is already a Criterion collection movie. At least it was for Laserdisc. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Jaws three movie collections coming out on Blu-ray for first time together is a thing, but it's Jaws two, three, and Jaws Revenge. <laughs> Sure, yeah, because they just had a 45th anniversary Jaws release, so why not? Just hey, remember the other, remember the other three, two Jaws 3D and uh, Jaws 4. This time it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we uh, have a Martin Scorsese's World Cinema Project Number Three. What um, the hell is that? Good question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the synopsis is way too long. I am not reading it. So, right, but it just well, had Martin Scorsese's name in it, so I figured. Oh, it's, uh, I'm sorry. There, there is. It's a bunch of movies that he's uh, done. Um, after oh, the curfew, uh, Pixar, Dos Monies. I'm probably butchering all these, but so I don't care. Um, Downpour, uh, Luca, and the last one is Soli. Oh, yeah. Okay. So basically, movies that aren't. Goodfellas, Casino, right, like the, 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 the uh, his his big ones, not his big ones, right, not his hits. Right, it's like if he was a baseball player, these would be like his base hits, or his RBIs, and like his foul tips. His home runs are <laughs> completely different. That's right, exactly. <laughs> um, right. And then finally, on for for movies, um, this one's for me really than anybody else. Uh, it's uh, it's called Gotcha. It's uh, with Anthony Edwards. No way. I love that movie. <laughs> yes. Coming out on Blu-ray? It's coming out on Blu-ray for first time this Get Tuesday. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, see ya. No, I, okay. Um, um, for those people who don't know, Gotcha is basically it's Anthony Anthony Edwards and Linda Florentino, I believe. Yes. Um, and it, it's basically uh, Anthony Edwards is part of a, a college group that they play like a like – a, a, Almost like a laser tag thing, with except with a paint gun. Right, it's paintball. Uh, paintball, and it's called Gotcha. And he gets somehow gets pulled into this spy ring. Well, he, he he goes on a he goes on a trip basically to okay. you know Europe with, with some college friends and all, and he's trying to hook up with a with a girl. You know, like all college get you know kids were trying to do it. Sure, day, or actually all the time anyway. Um. But uh, so the, the 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 his roommate basically shows him like the because he's because he's um uh how do I put this without being <laughs> without being insulted he's he's nerdish and he's kind of, I don't I don't know well, well Anthony yeah. Edwards but his roommate was kind of he's a suave guy and he's he's like um, okay he's like a ladies man he, he has a darker skin which you know which helps because he puts puts this accent on that he's. They used to foreign spy, and this girl like falls gotcha. for it, that kind of thing. So Anthony right. Edwards kind of tries the same thing, but of course he's the nerdy white guy that that and it kind of backfires on him. Right. But anyway, go ahead. I uh, no no no. I'm like I I remember I wow I can't believe that's actually hitting Blu-ray. I, I thought that movie would never see the light of day after its initial DVD run. Like I feel like that's some like hey coming to YouTube next week because <laughs> it's such an obscure movie. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna I look. Mean, but yeah. it's, 
It's a great one. And in fact, speaking of obscure movies, you know what I saw in Voodoo the other day? What? Um, a movie that I've loved, and I don't think anyone's ever seen it, called Toy Soldiers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the cover is completely different. Um, it's, it's got Sean Astin and I think it's Lou Gossett Jr. Mm-hmm. on the cover. And I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, why is that? I'm like, is that the movie I'm thinking of? And it's basically Die Hard in a prep school with a bunch of kids. Yes. And I love that movie. It is so good. Um, it got Will Wheaton in it. Um, <laughs> Sean Astin. It's it, it's I was like, wow, that definitely is. I put that on my wish list. I'm hoping, like, maybe I'll find a, a what do you call it, a, 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 a barcode out there. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think it's worth barcode money. I don't think it's worth that. Maybe it's... Wait, small, uh, what, small, small soldiers? Toy soldiers. Toy soldiers, oh. That's toy, toy soldiers. Small, small soldiers is the one with the toys come to life. There's a... Well, actually, there, like, there's... Um, yeah, it's like no. A, I, I know. To- I I I always get those those two confused, but uh, <laughs> I I know the I know the movie you're talking about. Yes, Toy Soldiers. I don't know what's going for on Voodoo, but I'm definitely gonna like you know it 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 was definitely thrown on my wish list. But I uh, I can't believe Gotcha. I'm gonna have to keep an eye out for Gotcha because I wonder if that holds up. I don't know if it does, but I have to find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the thing. Like, I, I think I, I, I have it on. I just bought it recently on DVD within the last, you know, few months or whatever. Because it was like on a ten pack of like uh, action comedy movies or something like that. It was like some right. bizarre thing. And I'm like, I always wanted. It. I could never find it. You know, kind of think because it was before I really. Because I don't really like going on the internet. Like I've been doing that recently, like buying on eBay or or buying on Amazon or whatever for movies. But uh, it it was. Um, it, uh, how do I put this? It, it's like I was trying to find it, and I found it like at, at Walmart for like it was like a ten movie pack for like five bucks, and I'm like, all right, you know, for fifty cents a movie, I'll do right. it. It's, it's like it's it's like hey, you know, when you go and it's it's hey, here's a Jean Claude Van Tam ten pack, and there's only really two movies that you actually like, but you buy them because that's the only way you're gonna get those two movies, right? I think I you know what that's what happened with me. I I like the movie Hooper with Burt Reynolds and he plays a stuntman. And just to let and, you know, Toy Soldiers is available for voodoo scanning. Oh, okay. Thank <laughs> you very much. I'll have to you know get that settled set up today. Um but I'm a, v- a big fan of Hooper and yes. I think it's a great movie and it was before I could never find it on Blu ray. The only way I was able to find it was on DVD as a two-pack with Hooper and Stroker Ace. <laughs> and I'm like, well, okay. I mean, Stroker Ace is a fun movie. I wouldn't say it's like my my top 20 Burt Reynolds movies, but all right. I mean, it's no Cannonball Run, <clears throat> but I mean, it, it comes with Hooper, so uh, and it's a DVD, so it's a DVD two-pack. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll buy that. But then eventually, um, over time, Hooper didn't make it to Blu-ray, so I was like, eh, I, could, I just bought that instead. <laughs> yeah, I bought that again. Actually, I think it's the time I brought it over to your place. Yes, we watched, we, we watched it. Yeah, because you were like, oh, we, "I want you to see this movie." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was okay. I mean, it was like I'm like I'm like I mean like it's it was like it was like I guess Burt Reynolds had a free weekend. 
<laughs> yeah, because it's it's more of like if it feels like he's like he's just kind of like yeah we have a group of guys who are just sitting around doing it you know shooting some stuff and you know we made a movie out of it and here it is yeah it's called Hooper enjoy you know you're right. Like, <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, J. Michael Vincent's in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, I mean, I guess that, yeah, I gotcha. I'll take a look after that. Awesome. All right. Well, what else is coming out in video games? All right. In video games, here we go, kids. It is the first game of the week is Warsaw, developed by Pixelated Milk and published by Pixelated Milk for the PS4, and that's coming out this Tuesday. Then we have Super Mario Brothers 35, developed by Nintendo and published by Nintendo for the Switch, and that's on Thursday. Okay. And then we have Warsaw again. It's developed by Pixel Milk and published by Pixel Milk for the Switch on Thursday. And then we have YS Origin, developed by Nihon Falcom and published by Exceed Games. Uh, for the Switch, and that's on Thursday. Then we have Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Developed by... Yeah. <laughs> Toys for Bob... Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> Developed by Toys for Bob and published by Activision for the PS4, Xbox One, and that's going to be on Friday. Then we have uh-huh. Star Wars Squadron. Developed by Motive Studios and published by Electronic Arts for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and that'll be on Friday. And then finally, we have Warsaw, one more time, developed by Pixelated Milk and published by Pixelated Milks for the Xbox One on Friday. I think they just have a little different release days for that moot, for that game. Uh, yeah, um, it's it's uh, Squadrons is the game that comes out Friday that I realized I'm like, oh, crap, I pre-ordered that one. Plus, on the plus side, though, it's only a, it's a $40 game. Really? Yeah. Um, the bad part is it is a complete... It's a $40 game. It's no, no, no. It's it's the hey, it's squadrons because you actually play two player. It's it's um you play two individuals, one on the rebel side and one on the imperial side. I think it's after um uh, Return of the Jedi, but it's it's all it's Tie Fighter and X Wing. It's dogfights in space and in land. It's everything that I'm really bad at in Battlefront in one game. <laughs> and I got it. Uh, it, 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 Here it's my tower review. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, it looks great. I mean, there's a story. The storyline looks great, and the, the the visuals look awesome. I can't wait to get behind the wheels of uh, get into a cockpit of either an X-wing or a Y-wing or a Tie fighter or a bomber. I, I'm 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 in a hundred percent. The only problem is that I can't fly worth a shit in Battlefront, and I'm hoping it's not the same mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm st- I'm I mean, stuck I'm stuck on the, the on the single player on Battlefront two because I can't I can't do that one battle scene where you're flying the Tie Fighter and you got to destroy so many bombers and right. and stuff like that. And I'm like I'm like I don't know how, I don't like I don't know how people did this like you know. <laughs> I, I, that was it was it was it was rage inducing for me too. I yeah. got through it, but it was very like uh, it took me uh, quite some time. Because you you would get so far, I would get so far because I'd be like, oh my god, I'm like one more way, and it's like time's up. And you're like motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, all right, I'm I, so I'm picking that up Friday. So maybe next Sunday you'll have my review of 
Ed, I'm a full-fledged pilot. Or I can't tell you how many times I crashed and burned. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so look forward to my adventures as an X-Wing or TIE fighter pilot. <laughs> all right. Can't wait. Um, all right. So now I got some news articles. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's do it. Okay, well, let's go with the first one of we talked about the PlayStation Five and the Xbox One. Um, I don't know if you care. Would you like to know specs or anything like that, or you just don't give a shit? You, you know, you we can go on and on about it, and I, I mean, I'll get excited about it because I'll be like, oh, I know what that means, you know. But um, all right. Um, so go ahead. You know, oh, I was, was, was to say it was, you know, but I, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know how much, pe- you know, people, people are going to be excited about it. I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I could be wrong, but yeah. Oh, you know what? I, I'm, I'm looking for it, but all right, let's see. I'm like, well, uh, I'm looking here for like I had it somewhere. All right, doesn't matter. Does not matter. But there's it's. Um, as far as like teraflops go, like the Xbox slightly has a slight edge over the PlayStation, but ultimately it's they both have 4K Blu-ray players installed in it. It's going to be uh, not bad, I'm going to say. Um, but Ed, are you a fan of the Powerpuff Girls? I was a long time ago. Okay, uh... would you like to see a live-action adaptation of them? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, good because Powerpuff Girls getting a delu- disillusioned twenty-something live-action ad- adaptation from Diablo Cody at the CW. <laughs> really? Uh huh. You're um, kidding, right? <laughs> Variety reports that the Cartoon Network classic from Craig McCracken is in development as an all-grown-up live-action series at the CW, from writers Heather uh, Ring- Ranger and Diablo Cody, no less. Um, for those people who are fans of Diablo Cody, she is known for her work of Juno, Jennifer's Body, and Tully, and teaming up with uh, Regina, who's worked with Sleepy Hollow, iZombie, and Falling Skies, um, to be able to bring um, them to live action as angsty young adults. Um, apparently, this version of the Heroic Sisters are disillusioned 20-somethings who resent having lost their childhood to crime fighting. Um, bring a Ventura's Brothers vibe to the Technicolor original. Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup went through their fair share of drama during the original cartoon, but nothing like this. Um, <laughs> now, in all fairness, the show has not yet been ordered to series, which indicates that it's still a relatively early phase. But who knows? It might be popping up as a live action show somewhere on the CW. I mean, now that's quite possible because they made the announcement I don't know if you saw but um, Supergirl is finishing up after season 6 yeah yeah I was kind of uh, uh, surprised uh, by that announcement that's that's uh, it's uh, kind of weird news because I'm thinking um, did you did they say why or um, I I saw the article I'll, most of it is um, I didn't 
I didn't pull it because I didn't think I was going to bring it to the show. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, give me a, give me, give me a, a second, um, and then I well, can figure out. Well, why you look on it? Because I, because 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 the way the way it sounded it was like it was like I don't think it was doing well, and that's that's the that's the reason why they 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 did that was because. Uh, the the ratings weren't doing so well, and that's that they felt that they could end it at a you know proper time, but they like I know I was I was watching a video not too long ago about it, and they were talking about um, um. Basically, like it's it's kind of weird, like since like since Arrow, um, uh, ended, like a lot of the shows are kind of not like pulling up like pulling the weight anymore like like Supergirl's now ending and of course they have Stargirl now at, uh, start uh you know obviously start it and they have, they're gonna have another show uh uh I can't think of the show now shit <laughs> that's gonna kind of be real, like another replacement well, well, okay well I, I found like a, a, a quick article it's basically saying that it's gonna be canceled after uh season, this after this upcoming it was canceled um after season season six so it's gonna get another 20 episodes before it comes to an end. Um, of course, she says to say it's been an honor portraying the iconic character would be a massive understatement. Seeing the incredible impact the show has on young girls around the world has always left me humble and speechless. Now, it could be a combination of two things. She just had a baby. Um, and some people are saying that she wants to dedicate now her time to being, she's a brand new mom. Mm-hmm. So she might be hanging up the cape and, and pants now because they put her in pants. Um, to to be a mom other people are also saying too well, the ratings have kind of slipped I, I gotta be honest I kind of agree like it seemed to be like once they put all the universes into one universe and they got rid of Arrow I, it's weird I haven't watched Arrow in so long but for whatever reason I felt like it was the glue that kept all the CW shows together right because I felt like season 6 of Flash the writing is stinks like <laughs> I, I I mean I know the COVID COVID had them pull like you know like 19 episodes and I don't know if they meant to have the cliffhanger that it has um, I, I haven't watched Supergirl in a long time outside of the crossover episodes but I can't say I'm, I'm not surprised that it's going the way that it's going uh, Batgirl I don't know if you saw they have also have you been looking at the internet recently because no. they have the they have a photo of the the new girl in the Batwoman costume, at least the cow, uh-huh. and it's not getting well received online. Is to say it's an understatement. Um, I it it doesn't look. I'll be honest, it doesn't look good. And I'm not saying because she's an African American woman with a really horrible red wig and a cow. It's just that the cow just it looks like a bad cosplayer. Just it. I, I'm, I'm hoping that when the, by the time the show comes out, they'll give her, her a, a different version of the outfit or of the suit. But the photo—if you—if you know you're you're on a PC, just type up Batwoman, and then you'll probably see her. She looks like a kid who's angry. He got she wanted to be Wonder Woman, and her brothers dressed her up as Batman. You know, it's just it—it's it doesn't look good. Um, but while you're looking it up, apparently. The ratings for Supergirl has dropped. Um, the, at the end of Supergirl season five, was played with a particularly low ratings per uh, as per show Buzz Daily. Under seven hundred thousand people were watching each, each episode live by the end of the season. 
down from 1.26 million at the start of the season. Um, so, yeah, ratings are bad for it. So why not get rid of it now? Get out while they can. Get out while it's hot. They can use um, her being a mom. It's definitely like a good time, I think, to bow out. I don't I've think it's that s- bad. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's okay. No, I. I, to me, it's it's just I'm like I don't I don't. I, I mean I've out. seen I've seen worse. So. I've seen worse too, but it doesn't look like the cow looks like it particularly fits on her head. No, it doesn't. No, you're right. You're you right. know, it it looks like it's kind of like she's her cheeks look a little too chubby in it. Not that you know. That yeah, matters, it's a, it's a bad angle. I think it's a bad angle of that shot. I, I think a, so too. And and it, it, her menacing look in it kind of reminds me as if like your younger sibling was trying to act all hard and trying to come at you like oh i'm so mad and you're just yeah. like if you just if you just hold your hand out they can't you got the reach on them <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right yeah <laughs> i see that <laughs> oh what was that <laughs> She just it just looks very um very generic. I'm like, all right, we'll see. Um, all right. Yeah, because it's like it's not like okay. it's it it's not like like that. Like you could watch see that and go, oh, well, they're gonna CGI that up. Like it's 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 a CW show that so there's no budget for that. Like you go like, you know, we're 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 supposed to go with this like. So I, I right. get it. I get it. Yeah, the the cow the the cow needs to be reshaped. I think, you know. But yeah, I'm hoping. Um, I am. I don't. I, I'll probably watch the show just to be, you know, because I'm curious to see how they're going to pull this off. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, part of part of me wants to watch it just to see, but then a part of me's going, I I really need to finish season one to like. I feel like. <laughs> But I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, a part of me thinks like, is it really going to married matter? Because it's not like she's playing the exact same character. She's playing a completely different character. So any, I feel like any loose ends that they had in season one are they going to have the ability to close in season two when your lead Batwoman is gone? Like, that's saying like, like, do I do I need to at least see the last show of season one to go? All right, this is where they ended it. How are they going to fix that? Like that's that's kind of like where I'm on. I'm thinking at least like I at least, I at least watched the last episode of Batwoman season one, right? Just right. To and, see. Unless, and I'll be honest, as long if Alice, they got to do something with Alice because at last I remember the show is that you know like Alice and uh, Keen, um, Kane, they're sisters, mm-hmm. so. How can you have Batwoman's greatest foe and family member? There's that tension or that tension that you're hoping would be in the show if it was there at all, because I haven't seen it much of it. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you how do you switch that over to a new character? How can she be the ultimate bad guy for she's if Alice is supposed to be Batwoman's Joker? How do you make Alice's how do you make Alice this version of Batwoman's Joker? Or do you get all someone completely new? I'm in the get someone completely new camp. You're already you're already making a brand new character for the show. At this point, it's Batwoman in name only. Just take the gloves off. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like 
bring in uh, you know bring in a completely different Joker type character or a different kind of rid- like you could just start you know cherry picking out of the Batman line of rogues you know and just start doing whatever the fuck you want to do because it, it, I mean it's all fictional characters anyway but if there is no real connection now to the comic book so have fun with it. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think I think it kind of makes like more sense. Like they, that 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 this the uh, you know the sister is now like going pissed that like she's getting replaced by some other like uh, wannabe superhero type of thing. She goes, "That was my sister," and then you know starts that kind of like you know, and it becomes more crazy. You know, in my right. opinion, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's how I see it. You know, I mean, I could be totally wrong, but you know, I was like, I'm like. You know, because I mean, Joker's kind of like the same way. It's like, like, like that's Batman. If somebody else came up as Batman, he would be pissed. Like, if somebody else was waking them around the cape and cow, like, you know, because that's not that's not the guy who's been torture. He's been torturing all his, right. you know, life. <laughs> right. They actually they actually said did that in the comic book. Like when there was a moment in the comic book where Bruce Wayne got killed, and Dick Grayson took up the mantle of Batman, and Damian Wayne was Robin. Mm-hmm. And it, it did shift the dynamic a little bit, which I kind of enjoyed. Grant Morrison wrote it as because Dick Grayson's kind of more of the fun-loving kind of, you know, he's a little more cheerful right. than Batman Bruce is. So when he's under, when he's got the Cape and Callan, he's kind of making jokes with Damien, who is so uptight. It's it's funny to see like you might like it's like seeing like a miniature Batman and a grown-up Robin. You know, in 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 the roles, and it was interesting. But there's a moment where Joker is going after, is fighting, is fighting um, Dick in as Batman, and Joker's like, "You're not him. You're an imposter. Where is Batman? I've known this guy my entire life. My my whole, we've been going at it for so many years that I know every." breath every step that he takes every move that he makes they'll be watching him <laughs> you know it's it's one of those things where joker's like this you're not him you're an imposter I'm, i don't want to do this not until you bring back the real batman and kind of like you know like i was like fuck you walked away almost in a way but uh, you gotta it's 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 gotta have that kind of effect on batwoman at least like it's where's the fun right <laughs> like i i can't 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 think of it him um any other comments there Ed? no i mean the, the only the oh, only, the only well i mean the only thing i i felt like with the show was you know because i was thinking about more and more was the fact it was just like they they wanted they were trying every like i think everybody tries to try, try a new dynamic of the show they're like we gotta we gotta we gotta make it different like let's it's tiring the same old thing you know like of like batman just rehash and it's you know now lesbian person versus you know a man blah 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 so they try and do something different and it's just the acting and, and the choices that they make is just so bizarre that it's it's tough to say like i mean it's like well that makes sense to have a sister like that would be great like a like a civil rivalry almost in terms of you know um having it but like sometimes you you watch it and it's just like it just doesn't work it doesn't fly like I don't I don't I don't think it's it don't I think it's the more the direction of how these characters are or how it's written more than like like the actors portraying it you know is the problem for that one but that's just me I guess <coughs> sure yeah. um I right, Ed I don't know if you know it or not but 
to go from one female superhero to another. Um, She-Hulk's coming to, I think, Disney+. Plus. Yes. Are, are you aware of that? Yes. Okay, well, they announced um, last week who they have signed on is Jennifer Walters. Because it's going to be General, Jennifer Walters' is She-Hulk. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Tatiana Maslany. Um, I know the name probably doesn't sound familiar to you, Ed. No. Um, probably because I butchered her last name. <laughs> but if you were even if you, TV, even if you pronounced it correctly, I still, I still want to know well, I let me put it this way: if you were a fan of the TV show Orphan Black, the lead actress of that show, she's the one ah. who signed. She's going to be Gen- she's going to be Jennifer Walters. Okay. All right. It's a. Uh, She's best known for her star turning in Orphan Black and has been tapped to play the, the titular character in She-Hulk's TV series, set to be released on Disney+. Um, Kat Curio has already been hired to direct multiple episodes of the series, while Jessica G- Jiao will, is, will lead the writer's room and serve as showrunner. Um, the show is actually going to follow Jennifer Walters, who is the cousin of Bruce Banner, also known as the Hulk for those people living under a rock, Jennifer, who's a lawyer, gets a blood transfusion from Bruce, which ultimately gives her similar powers. Unlike unlike most versions of the Hulk, however, Jennifer remains intelligent and in control when she hulks out. So, there's a possibility of if they keep if they if they're faithful, you might have Mark Ruffalo make a like a, a cameo appearance to do the blood transfusion part. Oh, I, 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 I wouldn't doubt it. I, w- I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt any anything about that. I, like, I, I think they would. I, I really do. I think they would, they would pull that off, because they're 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 getting Marvel movie characters that the, you know play in the movies to come and play Disney Plus shows, um, uh, type of thing. Because like, right? They announced. Uh, did you see the trailer for Wandavision? Yes. Um, uh, all right, looks strange. I'm in. <laughs> it's you know until until we see it. I mean, like that's the thing. I'm like I didn't really get too much too into it. So I was like I was like all right, well, I'm 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 I'm, I'm it's I got my curiosity. You know, like like I'm I'm definitely sure. curious. Um, you know, but, but I mean, you know, you're obviously you're gonna you're gonna get the Falcon and Winter Soldier. They talked about that a lot. There's gonna be a Loki series that they're doing. Um, you know, but they, they, I know we, we reported a while ago that our DJ is not done with playing, uh, Iron Man, uh, you know, in the theater he is in the movies he is, but in terms of doing like reprising his role as a cameo appearance for, uh, one of the Marvel shows, he could show up at any time, you know, and I, apparently he's, he's done some work, I, I think for the, some of the shows that they've, they've been filming. So you right. might see him here and there, you know, pop up, you know, not as a, like a, a prominent character in a show, but a very like, like maybe like a one day cameo shot type of thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, but that's, that's, you know, that's, it's, you never know. So, I mean, it's saying, so it's, it's, I'm, I'm interested in She-Hulk though. I, I think that's going to be an interesting show. I really know nothing about the character um, other than she exists. <laughs> I, I read She-Hulk for a little while back when she was a lawyer. They took more of a – I don't know if they're going to do this with the show, but they took more of a of a comedic route with her mm-hmm. um, that it was more like a not, – not slapstick funny, but definitely like had like one-liners and zingers in it. Um, 
but again, that was very long time ago. Like I don't know. I think right now in in the world of comics, she kind of has when she's she Hulk, she kind of talks like Hulk real slow, like this smash Hulk things. But then she realizes that she needs to when she needs to articulate better, she can refer to her. I saw like a couple panels where she was she Hulk realized that she needed to have a real conversation with Tony and she shrunk down to her Jennifer size and was able to continue the conversation. Now, I don't know if that's I don't think that's the take they're going to take. I think they're going to go classic she Hulk where she's a lawyer. She's got to be at her job. You know, I'm 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 wondering if it's going to be kind of court procedural type thing, like a law and order where it's like Hulk in order. You know, Hulk smash. You know, <laughs> where where maybe she's trying. You know, maybe she's a lawyer for like some some superhero related accidents. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's defending Iron Man. Well, you know, because someone's trying to sue him because you know he flew through his building. <laughs> like. You're gonna see the incredible show up, you know. Right. Frozone's gonna be there, <laughs> right? Because they're all Disney properties now, so they're gonna integrate that to it. You know, gate was a gazer beam, I think, from the Incredibles was the lawyer for for that, right? You know, and then he died. You know, now she hulks the replacement like lawyer for that. <laughs> um, but there is. Some, somewhat of a bummer news um, out of the Disney camp. Apparently, Marvel delays Black Widow and Eternals for a second time. Um, but Pixar's soul sticks to November debut. Um, for those people who haven't paid any attention, Disney confirmed on the 24th that Marvel Studios has decided to delay Black, the Black Widow film for a second time. Um, originally, it was supposed to be debut in May of this year. And then it was it's it was supposed to be then coming out November sixth, twenty twenty, but now they pushed it back again to May seventh, twenty twenty one. Of course, this comes in the wake of Warner Brothers delaying Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four to Christmas. So I guess Disney's like, well, we can't have it come out the same day as Christmas, so we're going to do May next year. It's you know, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, well, I mean. <laughs> You know, they they say that, but I think like I think if if they were smart, like if if they, I mean, I know why they did it, um, um, which was smart. But I mean, like if 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 everything was going to be hunky dory, I think Christmas would have been a perfect, you know, uh, uh, female battle type of thing versus you know uh, Wonder Woman versus uh, Black Widow, who would have yeah. been supreme, you know, kind of thing. I mean, it is kind of scary to put Black Widow against Wonder Woman, you know, because she already had her own movie and, you know, there's a sequel and it's 80s. So, like, that's two huge things that are, you know, going for her. Right. You know, yeah, versus... I guess I kind of feel like, like I agree with you, but I think it's also kind of dangerous. Like, why split the money when you can have all the money? Right. In a way, because. Well, you want to be you want to be Warner Brothers at the, at their game. I mean, they're all they're all like that. They they all they all seem to buddy buddy and all, but they they all want to like rip each other's throats out, <laughs> really behind the <laughs> scenes. I mean, let's be honest. Um, no, I, I was watching this. I was watching these uh, these videos on Netflix, uh, YouTube. I mean, um, 
And there's a guy who does uh, shows for Disney Plus. He talks he talks about Disney Plus and all the shows and movies and stuff that are coming out and uh, different things that you know information he finds out he passes along to everybody. And because um, somebody asked him, is like, oh well, why why wouldn't they release Black Widow like they did with uh, Mulan? And this guy assumed that Mulan was a success. And the guy who who's the, you know answering the question, he was like. Yeah, we didn't really get the numbers from Disney about how well it did. They they're saying it's doing well, but they didn't give us like how well it did. Like they weren't giving the money value or or you know or um, right. you know how many subscribers that 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 did this. And they think he says he says generally when when movie companies hide the fact of how much it made, they didn't make that much. Like they they right. they probably made money, but they didn't make as much. So that's why they they I don't they they don't think that they're going to because there was another movie that Disney's released. It's called Soul. It's another Pixar movie um, uh, about right. a, uh, a jazz musician that passes away or something like that, or dies and he has to play a song or something like that. And it's very going to be you know it's going to be Disney, so it's going to be great. Um, <laughs> well, you I don't okay. I, Soul's actually mentioned in this article okay. because to continue on, they decided since. Um, it, since they're pushing back Black Widow, it's pushed the pushed back Eternals from February twelfth of twenty twenty one now to November fifth of twenty twenty one. But there's also uh, the Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings has been moved from May seventh to July 9th. Uh-huh. and uh, now Soul explores the existential question of where our personalities or souls come from. Uh, Jamie Foxx stars as Joe Gardner, a New York City music teacher with dreams of becoming a professional jazz musician. Just as he gets his big break, Joe falls into an open manhole and dies. Due to a mix-up, his soul is sent to the great before, a place where human souls are embedded with character before being sent to Earth. Uh, working with a cynical soul named 22, voiced by Tina Fey, uh, Joe goes on a grand celestial adventure in order to be reunited with his body. Right. Uh, so that's, you know, <clears throat> so that, there, that comes out. Apparently that's still sticking to its original day for right now. Right. But they is November 20th. Right. And then they're saying that, that the, as of right now, that's where it stands, but they don't think that that's going to hold up. Like that's going to, um, be pushed as well. Like that's going to probably be a 2020 summer release on that uh, movie. The only reason why is because they 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 don't their their theaters not they're not people are not having the conferences to go to theaters and there they a lot of, still a lot of theaters are still closed that they feel that it's just not worth them to put movies out like that. Sure. And uh, and do that so they they you know thing and they they said like they haven't mentioned anything about the uh, premiere access for uh, Disney Plus for anything else in the future other than the Milan right. that came out so um, but you know of course I, I think like I said I we've I've been hearing over and over again uh, that December fourth um, Mulan will be available for Disney plus members as a regular movie, like as a, you know, part of their package instead of getting exclusively like people are doing now, like you can buy it now for exclusive access for 30 bucks. And right. you know, if you want to watch it now, or unless you want to wait till December. So, 
that's what that's still holding as far as I know. No, nobody's heard you know anything other than different than that. But uh, that's you know, but that's the whole idea is is that like I don't th- I think we're gonna see keep seeing mo- movies being pushed and pushed and pushed until either um, there's a cure basically I think at this point or uh, people are getting so tired that they'll risk it and and go to theaters and you know and theaters will start opening right. up and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> so that's that's where we're at. But I I. I'm not surprised when 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 you said that. I was just like, yeah, I kind of figured, you know. I, I I think it's gutsy for what Warner Brothers is doing for for Wonder Woman putting it on Christmas Day. I mean, that's that's really right. bold, you know. I'm like, wow, that's 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 going to be either very successful or a very bad idea. And right. I don't, I really don't know which which way to go with that. I, I really don't. It's it's tough to say. Um, Ed, did you see Toy Story four? Yes, yes, I did. Um, what did you think about Duke Kaboom? <laughs> he was a, he was a good character. He was a, he was an interesting character. Uh, Keanu Reeves was the voice of Duke Kaboom. All right. Uh, Would you say you liked his character? Yes, yes, I could say that. Yes. Okay. Well, Ed, you know who didn't like his character? Who? The 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 what do you call it, the estate of evil can evil. Of course. <laughs> Apparently. Disney is being sued over Toy Stories 4's Duke Kaboom and his evil Knievel likeness. <laughs> Which it, it always irritates me when something like this happens on, on different levels. First, because I feel like the movie's been out for quite some time and all of a sudden now you decide to have a, a lawsuit. I feel like shouldn't have happened the day the movie came out or before the movie came out. You saw the trailers. You saw the character. You know, so all of a sudden now you want a little something, something for the effort. Um, just as you said, Keanu Reeves did do the character Duke Kaboom, but over a year later, though, Disney is being taken to court over that over that character, who was a fan favorite and quickly spawned merchandising. According to a report from TMZ, a company called K and K Promotions headed up the late Evil Knievel's son that owns the copyright and trademarks for the stunt performer has filed suit against Disney, Pixar, and other subsidiaries of the Walt Disney Company asking for damages to be paid out. Um, obviously, the Duke of character is no doubt an homage to and also a parody of Evil Knievel. So it, right now, it's just unclear how successful that loss will end up being. Um, the suit alleges that characters of the film is littered with homages, homages and nods to Knievel's dress, noting that the toy of Duke Kaboom itself seems to be directly lifted from a similar 1970s toy featuring Knievel, which I, I owned at the time when I was a kid. Um, they also <laughs> note that there was I think a every 70s with... kid, every 70s extreme boy, I, I'm sorry. I think so too. <laughs> uh, um, if it was either that or um, we call it the Bionic Man. Yes. <laughs> um, they also note that those involved in with the film went out of the way to never mention Knievel in the interviews while promoting the movie. So it's like, hey, we got this character. He's a stunt guy. He's Canadian stunt man. But we're not going to mention that it's a nod to Evil Knievel. But we'll have like me- like nods to him and, and Easter eggs to him in the actual movie. Now. Right now, the, the, the lawsuit's freshly filed. 
Um, there is a potential that the court will though there is a potential that the courts will side with K and K Productions. However, since trademark law is different from copyright law, and it's not subject to the quote unquote fair use, though it's unclear if Disney violated the Evil Knievel trademark in the Oscar winning movie. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. Now, according to the interviews at the time of the film's release, the Duke of Boom character wasn't intended to be a major part of the movie at first, but was beefed up to a larger role after Keanu met with the filmmakers and started to discussing the project. Um, this is a quote from Josh Cooley, who's the director, said, Once Cooley came to the table, he was just asking all these great questions about the character, and it made us realize that we weren't digging deep enough for his character and that there's a real opportunity to have him support Woody's story in a much bigger way. <laughs> so, What's my motivation? <laughs> dude, like, I know I'm like a stuntman, but if my motivation is to jump my motorcycle from here to, let's say, there, how do I feel about that? <laughs> Whoa, dude! <coughs> um, all right. Since we're since we're falling down to Disney well, um, I, I don't know if you saw this, Ed, and I, this might this article came out six days ago. Well, so before before you go, I, I just want to well, say something yep. about the Doom Kaboom thing. I think they have a case. I really do. I hate to say that because that motorcycle thing was like so like cause it's like you sit there and you're like 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 i'm sitting there in the, th- the theaters watching this you know and i'm going i had that toy like 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 because uh, i like you have to go go flashback like the first movie came out i think 95 it was the first toy story movie right. and then my one of my nephews saw the movie when he was a little kid and wanted the toys and he thought that i could find these toys for him and and find it now of course <laughs> Like I think it was over a decade that the the these you know he wanted these toys and you're going that was like a one time shot thing like Disney like they don't like they don't have toys sitting around like once a movie project's done they kind of go well, that's it like they're you know we're not making it you know if we can make more money off it we'll reissue something but that's it so I was like on eBay and stuff like looking for these toys but it's just like. You, you, like, I, I'm sitting there though, watching this movie now, like, and then going back as a kid going, I wonder if I can find any evil can evil. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, like, or can I get a doom can boom? <laughs> like, and like, leave out, relive my childhood in a different way. Like, like, that's how I felt. I'm like, I'm like, they, you know, like, evil can evil's family is going to assume, like, I think they got a case. Like, I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's Canadian versus America, but that toy was so, like, it's like, yeah, and, and like, ha, like, like in the, I'm like, I'm spoiled with the film, but like, he couldn't make the jump at one point because it always, right. and I'm like, that's how the toy was. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had all these high hopes that he was going to do this stunt, and you pumped it up, and you pumped it up, and you pumped up because you wouldn't get up speed on that damn thing, and it flew, and it would like crash like two feet. Right, because it never really was weighted correctly right. it, it, it wasn't precision balance i had it too you that and then it would shoot off and then fly for a little bit and all of a sudden it would just kind of fall to its side yeah it never really could do unless you had that jump a foot from the base yeah it would it would jump but it would never land correctly because all the weights 
it, it would always land on its front wheel, never on its back wheel. You know, and then it would just, he would always crash. Like, it's just like Evil Knievel. I was saying, it's just like real life. That's what he used to do. He used to make that jump and land and never, never fully, like, land properly. Very it, rarely it would did he do it. for a little bit, and then he'd initially crash into a bunch of hay and break an arm. Yes. <laughs> uh. Um. Well, Eddie, you might have a beef against uh, Disney. Yeah. Since, why? You know, why do you? Why? Do you say? Why? Because apparently, Star Wars fans will be able to purchase gears from Galaxy's Edge soon. Huh? Oh. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's right, Ed. Apparently, Star Wars fans have a treat coming to their way. Disney has decided to allow more consumers to purchase gear from their Galaxy Edge parks online. Fans will be able to get Jedi and Sith outfits, lightsabers, and more from the Black Spire Outfitters. Um, before they get related to the cool stuff, the person did want to mention that there'll be some fun plush for all ages to, to enjoy, like uh, Porg or Chewbacca. Um, but fans will be able to find Jedi outfits like the ones pictured below, which are basically Obi-Wan's Kenobi. Um, I'm going to say... Um, Anakin Skywalker looks like a Padme outfit. Uh, well, kind of like a Kylo Ren Padme outfit looking going and an mm-hmm. Anakin outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Fans will also be able to purchase something uh, like legacy lightsabers like Darth Vader and Mace Windu. Um, there's no word on if fans will be able to purchase the, the blades in addition to the hilts, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Um, they look pretty nice. They come in these nice little cases. Uh, speaking of lightsabers, Disney wants fans to vote on which one of the following six lightsabers should be the next legacy lightsaber. You can vote at, I guess, Disney.com, I guess. Okay. I, I, uh, I've actually, I've, I've, I've been hearing this, this now for the last two, three weeks, I guess. I guess, I guess. Right. Yes. They'll, they'll be able to purchase the cool Star Wars gear for a limited time starting September 28th from Shop Disney, just to let you know. Mm. So, Whenever you live this quick, go to Shop Disney, see what's for sale. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, all I can say is, is that um, comparatively what I've seen, because I've been to Galaxy's Edge, and uh-huh. what they're selling, not even close. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Like, like you, 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 you think you're going to – I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, some of the stuff that they're selling, like the, the Jedi robes and all, if you really want that stuff, that is some sweet stuff, I have to say. I mean, you're gonna pay. You're gonna pay. You're gonna pay Jedi prices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna you wanna dress like a Jedi? Prepare to pay like a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Jedi's Jedi's. You know, they think they're poor, but they got a lot of money apparently. Because <laughs> right. those ribs are expensive. I, I don't have a set because my God, I'm like you're, you're kidding me, right? It's like bullshit. <laughs> Walk away from the goddamn thing. Um. Anyway, um. It would be a sin. To not take advantage of these prices. <laughs> hey, you, you, you I mean you you see the prices? You're like Jesus, motherfucker! Like really? Like like did Luke wear these? <laughs> like <laughs> was this a screen used lightsaber? Because if not, I don't know if I really want to pay those prices. It's, it's I mean some of the prices are just ridiculous, you know. Kind of thing. But I mean like like some of this like like I was excited because I was like oh really because that'd be great because there's some stuff that I want to buy 
that I haven't bought. Like, you know, because... <laughs> if I spend that kind of money, my wife's going to make me fly solo. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, like, like it, it's, it's just a small, small amount of stuff that is, you know, that's... that's just it's like it's like getting it like they, it's like a drug dealer they're, they're just giving you a sample they're just they're just right. giving you samples they're giving you good samples don't get me wrong they're not they're not terrible but there is so much more that you're you're missing out on that they don't have right. like 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 i mean like this like i'm like they should put it all on they should put they should sell it all out there you know just, I, I mean at this point now because i know that they're 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 not drawing the crowd as they used to at the moment because mm-hmm. of covid um but you'd think they need to bring some sort of revenue in because if they keep pushing back these movies, I, I mean, let's say hypothetically, even if they if they made maybe a little money off of Mulan, it ain't like fuck you money. It's not Disney money. Um, I don't think so. But they would need to bring open up a, a, a revenue stream. So I, you're absolutely right. I agree. They should they should open the coffers up a little bit more. Or go, yeah, you know what what kind of lightsaber you want yeah you don't have the experience of actually making one yourself but you tell us the parts we'll build it and we'll ship it out to you oh no no they're you... no, 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 no. no you don't want that one no, they're not that getting one. that you're not getting that uh-uh. <laughs> mm, they're talking about legacy lightsabers they're talking about like you can have luke's lightsaber or you right. can have right, you know, right. uh, quagon jinn or obi-wan or whoever you can have those lightsabers to build your own, you gotta go fly down there. You gotta, you gotta go to Florida or California to get those babies. Oh, okay. They're, they're not selling those just yet. I mean, give them time. I mean, they're. We were just, we were just. I just saw a video the other day that they're gonna do multicolored lights uh, uh, sabers where you could, you have one Kyber crystal and it will change the color of your lightsaber by a switch. So you don't have to huh. buy all the kyber crystals. You can just have the one. And it can turn red or blue or green, you know, without taking it apart and putting the new kyber crystal in. If you want, you know, want that. Yeah, uh, it kind of seems like take the fun out of it. Some some people like that. Like they, you know, like they because it's like, oh wait, how many kyber crystals there are, and I got to buy all these, and there's so much a piece, you know. They 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 they're they're trying to uh, entice the um, the frugal people. Uh, gotcha. that don't want to spend that kind of money or will spend maybe a hundred dollars for the lightsaber, but doesn't want to spend all that money for the extras, you know, like, right. You know, cause it does. If we, if, if we give you the ability to multi-change instead of paying $12 for one crystal, you can pay $20 for all the crystals right. for all the gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's, those, it's those kind of things that they're, they're, they're working on to, you know, to entice people to, because as I say, like, like I said, the, the parks are not full. Um, they're, they, I mean, they, they have good numbers. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's not like they're, 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 you know, they're empty or whatever, because they're, they're, the, the lines are, they're starting to, to build, especially on the weekends, they're starting to really come back, uh, in terms of some of the parks, but I mean, their hours limited because they have limited cast members, or, you know, or employees there, um, you know, and, it, and it's it's what you think because there's a lot of people that are still furloughed uh, that are not working for Disney, you know. But then, of right. course, like Tokyo, like China, China's full blast. I mean, that's that's completely open. Like, there's no uh, Shanghai uh, Disneyland that is full to the gills, you know, type of thing. Yeah, because they know how to handle a pandemic. Let's face it, we suck. Right. Yeah, like, I mean, they shut. They shut. They. 
they shut it all down. They cleaned up and they, you know, they got rid of the, the, the people that had it and, <laughs> and reopened. Right. You know? Everyone knew, okay, in order to be able to get life back to normal, we need to do this. It ain't that hard. It ain't that tough. Is it an inconvenience? Sure. We're willing to sacrifice a little bit of our own time and our own comfort to make sure that we can get through this together as a bunch. We can be in, out, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Business is normal inside. You know, like, will it be tough? Sure. But can we do it? Definitely. But we, us ignorant Americans, for, for whatever reason, think that we're entitled to something that we're not. And it's like, well, I don't think I should do this. And it's always like a handful of states that just don't want to play nice with everybody else. And it's why we can't have nice things. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just, that's why we're, you know, we're still wearing face masks or we're still not able to go to the mall at a decent time or we're not able to go to the movie theaters. We can go to the movie theaters, but do you really want some kid who's barely, who's going to school online now at this point? Clean, do you honestly think he's going to be wiping down those seats every hour or after every movie? You know, he's barely making minimum wage. You don't expect him to have that kind of responsibility, do you? Like, <laughs> I mean, they, they do a shitty job before the pandemic when you know yeah. you had a problem or something. Those floors are still sticky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going like, to be creepy. Is like the, the theater opens up and you go in and it's still sticky and you go, what the fuck? <laughs> right. Like, hey, Chad, you need to go clean up um, Theater 12 because – you know, we only had like 10 people in it, but now all those seats need to be cleaned because we don't know where they sat, you know, because it's kind of as long as they sat, you know, and there's assigned seats, you know, go clean them. Well, I don't want to do that. It's my break. Or they'll just do a half wipe, wipe, wipe thing and go, yeah, I brushed the popcorn off the seat next. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> so. But oh, hold on. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a little bit of a shock. Stacy is next to me. And she's watching um, um, on Netflix. She's watching um, Blacklist, uh -huh. and and Anthony Michael Hall is in the show, and it it's it freaked me out a little bit because it's adult Anthony Michael Hall, and I'm like, oh my god, Anthony Michael Hall's in Blacklist. <laughs> Sorry, that's <laughs> what happens when I turn around, and look at the TV. I'm like, oh my god the nerd from breakfast club <laughs> looks like he's carrying a badge and a gun <laughs> anyway sorry go on so we're getting back to getting back to the whole disney bot you know so so being like um you know like i said the numbers the the they're, 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 and they're actually the capacity is going to go up. Now, the only thing is California is still closed. Disneyland in California is still closed. So right. they only have Disney World here in America, uh, United States, um, open. Um, and they're going to increase the capacity. But even Disney's like, yeah, just because the, the state and the city will let us do it, we're, we're still not going to, you know, we're, we're going to do we're going to do it our pace and not like, you know. It's grateful right. that they, they, they can get, you know, more things open and more things done. But they're kind of like. You know, we're, we're, cause it's like, I'm like, like how much, like, I, I, cause at first I think, wow, Disney's going to open a full blast, like any day now, like everything's going to be open. Everybody's going to be back to work, you know, for Disney and in Florida and everything, you know, kind of be going back to somewhat normal. It's going to be empty, but you know, still like, you know, people are going to start flocking there. And then I'm thinking, yeah, you know what? They, they, they probably won't because it's like you, you can only handle so much of a pandemic. You know, before it becomes overwhelming and, you know, you can't 
keep up with that demand. Uh, right. You know, they because like I said, they I've I've been reading a lot of articles or Disney Disney World right now. It's like one of the safest places to be in Florida or really mostly anywhere in the United States right now. Like it's it's like right. you know because they 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 like everybody's and they and they have they have people patrolling like cast members patrolling the areas saying you know this is how you wear your mask you got to wear it over your nose blah 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 they've actually right. they've actually stopped somebody and kicked them out because they wouldn't wear the mask and they were trying to like start a like a rally of like you know like you know like uh, <laughs> right you can't tell me what to do i'm an american i if i don't want to wear my mask you can't make me fascism right and then all of a sudden mickey walks out and goes excuse me sir can you come with me please <laughs> like <laughs> Kicks him on the balls. Like, let's go. Chip it down, grab an arm, and drag the guy out. <laughs> but it's like they did it. I mean, like they were videotaping the guy, and like and like nobody, nobody was like, yeah, like this guy's right. And it's like, hey, you want it? Like it's not, it's not like a secret. Like Disney's telling you, like they, like every everything you sign up for when you make reservations, it's like f- like flashing you in the face. You know, anywhere you go, you've got to wear a mask. If you, if right. you if you don't want to wear the mask, you've got to sit down somewhere like to eat. You're they're allowed to take your mask off there, but that's it. Or one right. of our pre-designated rest areas that it's, you can take your mask off, and they have this one set up that like they're in they're out of the way that you can go into. And there's a there's somebody standing there because they they have to have only so many in that place at one time, right. you know thing you because still of the, got a social distance, right. And it's, I think it's it's twelve feet instead of six feet if, if you take your mask off there. So like they they really they they're going the extra mile with this, and that's saying like that's that's the reason why they're so clean is because they're they're doing all these precautions and doing all this stuff. But like it's like you still have to wear a mask, and anywhere you sign up, it will tell you like right away you have to wear a mask. Like it just and it's it's annoying because I'm like I look at my app or I'm looking at the you know the the uh, emails and stuff and it's just it's just like the the statements there like all the time so it's like nobody you know we can fly down there and go oh i didn't know i was to wear a mask like it's like (laughs) they're telling you time and time again like it's just like it's like and they and they make announcements over the over the pa system while you're there you know right so it's constantly like there's they're beating you over the head which you have to wear the mask like you know kind of thing so when that guy was, you know, trying, like, I'm like, how did you not know? Like, 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 like how? Like, why? Like, like the, the, the hotel that you were staying at, even if it was like you weren't staying at the hotel, like, like there's, there's signs as you walk up that's to tell you there's a place that as you walk up, they take your temperature and there's a mask thing to buy masks like right there. So like you, right. like you, like once you get to that point, like, they're gonna make you buy one. Like it's a dollar thing for those blue masks, the the surgical ones that everybody's you okay. know has, you know kind of thing. So you, so you can do that, like you know type of things. So like there's 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 points where it's just like you know and and and, and it's just ridiculous. So like Disney Disney will keep you safe, yeah you know, type of thing. But getting back to right. the whole original point of this, which was. <laughs> The, the buy, they're selling shit. They're selling the, shit online because <laughs> actually they're going to start selling some of the stuff in Target. Wow! So you might be going to your local Target and be able to find some of the stuff. Not, not all the stuff that you've mentioned, um, right. but I know like the plushes have been out already. Like some of the some of the some of the plushes that uh, were sold out are rare, rare, not rare, rare, but uh, um, you know hard to get. Almost think I've seen it in Target uh, already. 
uh, type of thing, and they're they're looking to add more to the uh, inventory and more of the, the collection for uh, for the uh, um, uh, Star Wars collection Target, you know, because they made a deal. I think 2019 they were talking about it. The they have the D23, which is like twice uh, once every two years, and uh, they were they were imagining that they partner with Target to buy more things. Like Target's going to have like a Disney section all to themselves like with games and and uh toys and and uh um clothes and apparel and all that kind of stuff that you would buy at disney world or disneyland it would be at these stores that you could you know go into and like you know there'd be like a section off area not only section off but like a um you know a certain part of the store like you know if you see automotive or housewares or you know uh, menswear so like, there's gonna be a disney section that you can go to and see all that stuff so Right. Um, one last story. Okay. Uh, and it's it has to do with you mentioning you bought that three-pack of Shaun of the Dead, um, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, and um, we call it and, uh, at World, the World's, the World's End. End. Yeah. Well, Simon Pegg recently, he helped write. The movies were written by Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright, and mm-hmm. they've gotten all three of them, actually. And they've gotten like, well-known like writing team well apparently um they mentioned in an entertainment weekly uh, article that they almost had a sequel to Shaun of the dead except with vampires hmm. it was it was briefly considered a sequel to Shaun of the dead with 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 peg pitching the idea for the sequel titled from dusk till Shaun. <laughs> <laughs> which would have swapped out zombies in favor of vampires uh, Peg said and there's a quote I jokingly wrote a treatment for From Dust Till Sean which was a sequel to Shaun of the Dead it was about Sean and Ed having to go up to Edinburgh or something I don't know it was ridiculous and it was a joke it wasn't like a serious pitch Edgar thought it would be funny to do the film again but with vampires but it was all just pub talk um, Wright added there was a brief idea we had that we entertained for all of like 72 hours where I thought you could do an alternate reality sequel. It basically starts with the same movie, but it becomes not about zombies. <laughs> but these films take like three years, so it's like if you're going to do another movie, let's do something completely different. Um, Shaun of the Dead was one of the first movies in the Loose trilogy, which was followed by the police comedy named Hot Fuzz and the apocalyptic movie The World's End, known as the Cornetto trilogy. Just there so you go. Know. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Each movie stood on its own and narrated its own individual story. All three movies featured Peg and Nick Frost in the lead roles and have several callbacks to the original movie. Hmm. So, <laughs> uh, luckily for fans, Wright has confirmed that a, a sequel was never out of the question. He said, I actually was texting with Simon today, in fact. If we did something else, I think it would be something new that's not part of the existing kind of trilogy. It's really about writing something that we want to do rather than something it's then rather than seeming like we ought to do something to do you know what I mean. Um, the three movies we all made come from different points of passion. It's finding what that is and again chaining ourselves to the office to write it. But I would like to work with them again, of course. They're best friends as well as collaborate collaborators. Um, right in a past interview with Empire spoke about another planned sequel. He said this is going way, way back, but there was at one point a real silly idea, one of those fanciful pies-in-the-sky ideas that we were excited about for an afternoon and then thought, that's impossible. We were thought about doing a sequel to Shaun of the Dead where it would be an alternate reality. 
Sean would be tur- would turn left instead of right, and instead of it being a zombie film, he's like, I don't know, it would have been a body snatchers film. <laughs> 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 so there you go that's a little like a little hey you little topical since you start off the show with uh, uh, the, the Cornetto trilogy I figured I'd end off the show with the Cornetto trilogy oh see that makes me more difficult now because I, I, I did forget something and I wanted to add real briefly just real quick because oh, it was going to be a news article that I was going to bring up but then it actually happened um, the Peacock uh, TV app is now available on Roku. Um, uh, yeah, I, I downloaded it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was, was a big... Um, I saw that, too. I read the article, and it was like a big hullabaloo, I think. It was like... T's got crossed. The I's got dotted. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was like, all right. Yeah, I, I saw it. I downloaded it, and I, I went back and started highlighting stuff like uh, the psych TV show that I like. Uh-huh. So I've yet to see the other movies. Have you downloaded it? Yes, I did. I, 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 it was funny because it was like that the week, I think it was like that Friday or whatever that like it, it came down. And of course we didn't do the show last week. So I was right. like, Oh, I was like, Oh, okay, well let's go next week. And then like, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday. It was available. Like, like it came up on my feed to, to download. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll download it to, you know, to try it out and all. And, uh, you know, I was, I was, I was slipping through it and, now I can't remember. There was something that I was like, oh, excited about. I was going to tell you about, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> there was a movie or well, something I saw in there, and I was just like, oh my god, this would be great to talk to you about. But I forget what it was because I haven't. I'm like flipping through it now to see if I can find it real quick, but I can't. I'm like, I like a. Well, I do. I mean, I, I can't. Oh go no! Now I remember. I remember what it was. I remember, right. Sorry, sorry. Uh, the, the it was a show that I think you and I like I, I know I enjoyed it when it was on G4 um, a, a show called Code Monkeys yes it's on it's on the Peacock TV yeah I, I saw that I was like alright I'll watch that it's like an 8 bit comedy show yeah <laughs> yeah I saw that I was like alright and now I just have to find the time to kind of actually sit there and actually it's funny, like, I know we cut the cord and all that, um, but it's it's weird going, okay, well, now I have all these options, and I still can't, it's still hard to find the time to watch something because I'm busy. <laughs> well, and plus the fact that the find, like, something that, like, at the time, like, you're going to watch, like, it's, it, it gets, it gets very overwhelming at times to, to do this, and then all of a sudden, like, you're going to go... All right, and I gotta go to this app, or gotta go here to get this and that, you know. So, and then after a while, you forget about that, and then, you know, so like like time goes by, and it's like, oh, I'll just put it on my like you know checklist of of things, you know, on that app. But it's just like if you never go to the ad app, you never know what's on there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like the problem I have. It's just like you know, so like I have like a, a checklist, and all of a sudden, like I'll 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 flip through and go, oh my god, what what this what I like I forget like what's this app? And I'll like go through it, and I'm like, huh, interesting. And then I'll see stuff, and then I'll start adding a checklist, and then I'm like, oh wait, this is already on my checklist. I'm like, oh, I have a checklist for this. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and then I'm like, look. I'm like, and then like sometimes I'm looking like, wow, like I what what, what was I checking this off for? <laughs> like this looks <laughs> terrible. Like <laughs> I, I must have been I must have been just desperate to checklist things off in the sack. 
Well, <laughs> it's funny you mention that because there is um, I when I go through um, like Vudu and I look for like you know, hey, this movie's free on Vudu. Maybe I'll start watching that. Like the other day, I started watching. I don't know why, but a Bruce Lee Fist of Fury on Vudu because mm-hmm. it was free. I, I don't know why I was watching. I could watch a million of other things that I have in my library, but for whatever reason, this one just caught my attention. But there's a movie. Um, I, I want to say it's Embrace of the Vampire, but I don't think that's. I think that's the Alyssa Milano one. Mm-hmm. But there's like a vampire movie that I saw, and it looked like, oh, this woman is a vampire, and she falls in love with a human, and she actually is kind of having like a decent life with this guy, even though it's you know even though he knows she's a vampire, but then all of a sudden her her wild sister comes in town and it's it, it it seems very like silly and stupid and i was like well it's for free maybe i'll watch it cause if i have nothing else to do but funny enough i saw it at the dollar store today and i was almost bought it <laughs> you know it's like that whole like you know you were telling me that you go from like place to place and look for the real cheap bargain bin yeah yeah Blu-rays. it was right there and it was like out of all the other shitty movies that are in the uh, uh, you know it wasn't even like there is the only name that i recognized was um milo vitty whatever the guy who's from hero he played um sylvester sloan's kid oh, yeah. in the rocky five or, or in balboa and he's also in the, the show um this is us um yeah he he's in it and he's like the guy that this vampire falls in love with. And the trailer made the movie seem interesting, but not. It wasn't even like dollar store bargain bin interesting for me. <laughs> like every once in a while, I'll look them like, what do you got? Maybe there's something good, like you know that diamond in the rough kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, it was not not this store was a big fat goose egg. <laughs> Well, I was saying, like, I actually, because I actually did pick up a few movies I was going to talk about next week, but there was a, there was a couple that I found that was like, oh, okay, uh, but I'll mention them next week that, uh, you know. Okay. Because, like I said, this this weekend is supposed to be the big weekend for uh, the DVD and Blu-ray releases at the Dollars, Dollar General. No, not General. Not uh, General. Dollar, 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 no, Dollar Tree. Sorry, Dollar Tree, okay. yes. So, yeah, so that would be the, the place to go uh, to... Um, Right now, I mean, there's a lot of horror titles. I mean, that's the thing that most of it's horror uh, uh, that you will see. But then there's some good stuff that comes out once in a while, and you know, like some good stuff. Like one one thing that I was telling my wife, probably killing her, was like she she bought me this movie. She bought me this show. It was on NBC. It was called Murray Saves Christmas, and it's this bizarre movie. And it has all these actors in it, and it's a, it's an animated movie. It's like a like a it's actually a show, like a half hour show or something like that, and. And I okay. and I and I saw this and I'm like, oh my god, like this this I'm like I was trying I'm trying to wait for Christmas like like I never get to show this to anybody, but I want to show this to people because it's so bizarre and it's like so funny to me. It's funny. I don't know if you'll find it funny or not, <laughs> but like but like every once in a while, like like I'm, I'm and I always forget it to, to do that at Christmas time to, to to pull that out, you know, around the in December, you know, holidays. And because I was thinking a couple times when you were here in July, I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe we should do like Christmas in July and pull this out. And it's like, you know, you won't, you won't find this entertaining or Christmas movie in July. <laughs> you know, I think so. I don't do it. But then I'm like, but I'm like, I'm, I'm thing. And now it's like, it's, it, it's at the dollar store now. <laughs> it's it. I think my wife, my wife paid like 20 bucks for it for like Christmas one year. Cause I was like laughing at it. And I'm like, I didn't even see like the time. I didn't even see the full show. And I was like laughing at it. I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I got to see it. And then I watched it. And I laughed. It was great. 
And I'm like, I gotta show this oh. to people. <laughs> you know what? There is actually one more thing. One thing I did start watching that's on Netflix. It's Enola Holmes. And the only reason why I just I was just looking at it, so it caught my eye. Um, Enola Holmes stars the um, uh, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. She plays Enola Holmes, uh, which is Sherlock Holmes's younger sister. Uh, and it's a story about her, but Sherlock and Minecraft are also in the, in the movie. But Sherlock is played by Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah. Okay, which I like Henry Cavill. I like him as an actor. But to see him be Sherlock Holmes is a little weird because he still has Man of Steel Witcher body frame. To me, Sherlock isn't the kind of character that should be pumping iron <laughs> all day long. Like, like he's 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 a big dude in general, but when you add that that muscular frame to him, it just looks a little like. And he's now, in all fairness, it's not a big role. It's he's kind of like you know like the second character, not even the second character in the movie. Him and Minecraft, Sherlock and Minecraft play like second tier characters. But to see him on screen be Sherlock Holmes, being addressed as Sherlock, is weird because in my head, all throughout literature and movies, Sherlock Holmes is more brains than brawn. Mm. So to have Henry Cavill, who is all brawn, I'm not saying he's stupid, but he is physically imposing, yeah. be Sherlock Holmes is a little weird to me. It's <laughs> it's it's just odd. Uh, you know, it's like you know, ooh, I'm pumping iron. Nothing like the game is afoot. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was I, I saw the trailer for that. I haven't, I haven't watched it. I was, I'm kind of curious to watch it, you know, to see it. But I, I always think it's like it's like you know, like I'm Sherlock Holmes. I solved the case. It's this, this, and this. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to disagree with him. He's going to kick my ass. <laughs> right. He's he. It's the guy. He's the murderer. Is he really? And I think he's an alibi. But that guy. I don't know. That guy looked like he'll put me through a wall if I disagree with him. (laughs) (laughs) I dare not go against him. You going to argue with Sherlock as he crushes like a a beer can in his head by his head? No, no, no. By all means, Sherlock, you're, yeah, the game's afoot. You're right. Sure. It it was the butler. Butler always does it. Oh, and the and the move the movie that you were that you almost bought for a buck, or you and you did was called Kiss of the Damned. Kiss of the Damned. That's it. That is it. Thank you, Ed. For oh. you know, how'd you find that? Oh, I looked up the actor's name. That the oh okay thing, and then <laughs> and then I scrolled through and I found Kiss of the Damned, and I'm like, let me click on that and IMDb, and sure enough, that was the description you gave was the 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 description of the movie. So I was like, yeah, Kiss of the Damned. All right, well that's all I got, Ed. All right. I mean, I do have I do have the article like you know, there's this Microsoft acquired a uh, company, uh, the parent company of Bethesda. So now they kind of technically own Fallout, um, Doom, all the Bethesda line of games, um, Elder Scrolls. So it was a big acquisition for them. For you know, I, the way I kind of feel like, and I can get ready for the burn. I feel like since Microsoft can't make any real games, they're just buying up companies that do, you know, because they're not good at doing their own games. Halo's pushed back, but let's buy Skyrim. Let's buy Elder Scrolls. Let's buy Doom. Let's buy Fallout, all the series that everyone loves. But uh, 
I thought it was it's a big it was like a seven point five billion dollar purchase and now they have all this property. So it makes me a little nervous how much is that's gonna be exclusive content for Xbox people versus the PlayStation people. I don't know if you care about any of that. They, 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 no. <laughs> All right. No, I know. Mean, well, I know. It means it's, it's it's you know it is. That's a, that's a sad. It's a Even if they even if they say it, like so, I don't think Sony would do it. Like I, it's a saying. Like because it's it's good. They're going to make an agreement on it. I'm, you know, it's the it's it's the way it is. Because it's it's going to be a point where they're, they're you whatever whatever's out for that for PlayStation is going to be it. And then what's up happening is is that um, you know, like you know, future iterations. They're gonna to have to kind of hash out some deal, and you go, is Sony is Sony gonna be big enough to go? Yeah, you know what, we'll we'll do it, you know, because it's it's gonna be some kind of money that that Microsoft's gonna to have to make off of this, like to you know to make the agreement to them, and that and that's the, that's the thing that they're gonna to have to pay Microsoft some money, and it's just like, do we really want to play pay Microsoft to, um provide a game that you know once was once was you know exclusive to not exclusive but was for generally all, all the systems and now we have to um but you know get it from them so they're making out twice they're making it off their system and then now our system you know c- you know sh- can we do that because we don't do that with our stuff so you know as i'm saying like 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 i don't think microsoft would do it and i don't think i don't think sony would would take it because I don't think they want to give them money, basically, to you know, because that keeps them in business, you know, and right. they're, they're competing, you know, against them, and they want to be the ultimate system. They they can't be, you know, which is going to hurt every. It's just going to hurt us as a as a, um, you know, as a um, consumer, uh, you know, a gamer, you know, it's just going to hurt the the Sony people. But you know, it's just like it's just like when when you were talking about the Avengers and you know and Sony's getting Spider Man and, and Xbox not and you're like suck it. <laughs> it's like, right. You know, it's the same way. Now it's like now that the Xbox is going, we got Doom, suck it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you go and you're like, uh, I wasn't really that big into Doom. Like <laughs> I mean I was back in the nineties, but like nah, I've got I've grown past that. Right. <laughs> so, but that's my take. All right. Well, that's all I got, Ed. All right. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. If uh, you haven't already, go to our Facebook page, Geekster Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And of course, if you want to contact Ed on anything you may have seen or heard on the show, or like us, our opinion on something, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And it's S H A W N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.